What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop. The Wave is podcast on the planet from the hood. We do it most good. It's your boy, Oz. I got my boys in here with me. What's the deal? It's your boy, Lando. You can follow me on Twitter at the tackler 1711 at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram at two underscores, be nice, and on Twitter at be nice, two underscores. Will in the building. I'm here. You here. And, uh... This week we got we got to talk about some NFL. We got to talk some NBA. Do we? We got to talk some music. Why we got to talk NFL? We got to talk NFL. Why not? We got to talk a little. Is it a season? Just a little bit. Yeah, Nothing too much. Hmm. And um, all right, let's get let's just jump right into it with the picks. Be nice, reigning football guy of the week. Boo. I think I'm winning on the season too. No, I think fuck no. No, no, you only won like two in a row. But I tied like two. We we already had two. You was lacking, yeah. so you just now you losing again. No, but we tied one when you lost. You lost a few. You lost like five in a row. It's week nine. No, he started off good. Then yeah. I started off. Then I got good. And then, and got then got you got nah. You taking it too. Yeah. <laughs> you taking it too. Yeah. Far. I lost two games ago. They lost two games ago, but I, I tied the week before that, and I won no, but two. You, weeks. you no, ain't you. picked the Lions in like five weeks. No. Well, no, yeah, but I still didn't won. I still won the last two, and then I tied with Austin one of those weeks. And I think I tied with you one of those weeks. You just, now you're pulling out too many times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You ain't tied. You ain't tied. Too many times. I just beat you. You did? A couple weeks. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Texans at the Jaguars. Be nice. Who you got? The Texans, man. The one I banded. Deshaun Watson stealing people girls, man. Took DeJounte Murray. Well, I ain't gonna say stolen. He, he picked up the luggage. The, mm. the, the, the back end. But you know what I'm saying? like Michael Jordan, man. He is Michael Jordan. I gotta go with Michael Jordan. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Jaguars. I like Gardner Minshew. And they're at home. I'm picking the home team. Uh, Bears at the Eagles. Be nice. Uh, shit. Some bad wounded animals right there. Them shits is fleeting, but I'm going to go with the one that can fly. Maybe they can fly away from the Bears. Yeah. I got the Eagles. I picked the Eagles last week to uh, beat the Bills. I was right on that, so yeah, I got the Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Eagles, too. I ain't got to wait no time on that one. Vikings at the Chiefs. Be nice. The Chiefs had a good battle against the Packers, so I am believe in Andy Reid's offense. Yeah, the Vikings. <coughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs also, man. Matt Moore looks like a good guy. Colts at the Steelers. Be nice. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is a black guy leading the Colts, and I don't fuck with Mason Rudolph, so I'm going to pick the Colts. Well, I'm going to pick the Steelers, man. This is one of them games the Colts end up losing on some janky shit. I can see it coming, man. It's, it's, a, it's a tough NFL season. Uh, Jets at the Dolphins. Be nice. Shit. Uh, I mean the Dolphins. I'm just Ooh. do it. I'm just do it. Defeated Dolphins. Lambda. Be nice loss this week. Give me the Jets. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Jets too. Dolphins on third and twenty, run that uh, engage eight blitz. That was just they 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 don't want to win. They don't want to win that bad. They have blitz on third and twenty, and uh, I don't know, man. Fuck it. They want to. He gonna be hurt. Jets. Redskins at the Bills. Be nice. Buffalo. Mm. Buffalo. Look at y'all. Look at y'all. Say it. Say it, Lando. They're playing the, the Chiefs. No, but say it. The, uh, okay, but say it. Washington. No, but say it. They're playing Washington. No, but say what you have to say. 
I don't have to say nothing. Say what you, they're you not circling the wagons against the Chiefs. I mean, against the uh, Washington. Okay. Uh, Titans at the Panthers. Be nice. Uh, the Panthers. Titans. Mm. I'm gonna go with the Titans. No, I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Fuck. Fuck. Uh. What's his name? Chad Henney. Ryan Tanner here. Yeah, there you fuck go. Fuck Chad Henney. Shout out to Chad Henney. Nah, fuck both of them niggas. That's why I thought he was fucking Chad, Chad Henney. Michigan legend, man. Shout out to Chad Henney. We can't disrespect Chad Henney. Yeah, uh, legend, big man. disrespect to Chad Henney. can't disrespect Chad Henney. Fuck Chad Henney. Fuck Chad Henney. You, you just, you pay your respect to Chad Henney by acting like his NFL career never happened. Nah. You don't, you don't say fuck Chad Henney. Nah. Back up being paid? Look yeah, well, you don't. That ain't cool, though. That ain't cool. that nigga. Fuck Chad. Just act like it never happened. You're like, yeah, Chad Haney, Michigan legend. But you don't say nothing after that. Just Chad, leave it at man. that. Lions at the Raiders. Be nice. Detroit Lions. Don't go Raiders. This week, I might have to go with the Oakland Raiders. Must have turn coded, man. No, I, I, I actually do think the Lions might lose this week. We could. But I, I got all my faith in nine, man. Say you got no voice right now. But I still believe. He having a great season. Yeah. It's the type of season you have when you want your coach to get fired, but you want to, you know, stay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders, though. Buccaneers at the Seattle Seahawks. Pays me to do it, but I got to pick the Seahawks. Mm. Seahawks, man. Your cousin is an interception machine. Go no, Hawks, no, no kidding me. No Uncle Ruck is no relations. It's your, kid, it's your cousin. Packers at Chargers. Be nice. Uh, I can't see myself picking the Chargers for the rest of the season. So, the Packers. They're the biggest letdown so far this yeah, year. Yeah, they're going to go to the Packers on that one. I know. Charlie got a top five. Top five coach. They do, man, but they And they got a sack leader in Bosa. They do, but they're going to get some. You mumbling. Let go. Bad man. Aaron Rodgers is a bad Top five coaches, it don't matter. Man. No, that, hey, that's a he, – sometimes I wish. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no. Aaron Rodgers ain't got So, coaching don't matter. Right, that's you, what you said his top five D-line was solid, and he's a top five coach. Now he's a top five quarterback. Aaron playing at a whole different level, and the Packers also have a very good defense. But not a top five. Yeah, a top five defense, overall defense. What? Yeah. Name five defense better than the Packers right now. The Seahawks, the Seahawks no, no, Bills, Seahawks the Patriots for sure. Yeah, yeah. uh, the Patriots, somebody Patriots, else Bills, is super steep. The Jaguars defense good. No, the 49ers defense good. 49ers, yeah. And the Panthers defense good. Panthers defense good too. Defense. He's got to score 51 points on them. Come on, man. Stop it, man. What about the 49ers? The 49ers wouldn't have did that to the Packers. No. Yeah. I got Aaron Rodgers. What that got to do with anything? Yeah. They're going to play quarterback for a line. Um, they have the Lions to five field goals. Browns at the Broncos. Be nice who you got. Jeff Flacco out. So the, the Broncos might have a shot. <laughs> Do you go to Broncos? See, that's tough, man. No, nah, I'm fucking with Odell. Ooh, who the fuck is that? That nigga ain't been here. Sure. That's too tough, I'm going to go with the Browns, though. The Broncos, this is a train wreck. If the Browns lose this week, it will be hilarious. If the Broncos lose this week, it's just that's just part of course. So I'm gonna go with the Broncos to win this game because I like a hilarious week. I'm, I'm going Broncos. I wouldn't be mad at that, but right. I'm not gonna bank on it. Baker but, Mayfield, they need this real bad, but I mean, where do you go from this though? Like, if the Browns lose, what happens? Do they gotta find another quarterback? No, they fire their coach. But yeah. do they gotta find another quarterback? No, they fire their coach. But can he be saved? Baker, yeah. Baker, not that bad. 
Greg Williams is real bad. I'm just saying, man. Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens. Like they pointed out in like week two when he lost and Danny Dimes won, all you had to do is step up in the pocket. Your coach can't make you figure that out. That's him. He can't. He can't, but. And Daniel Jones ain't shit. And when do, uh, is Kareem Hunt back right now? He should be. Uh, He'll be back this week. Okay. That's solid. Uh, Patriots at the Ravens. Be nice if you got them. New England. That's Say nice. it. Say it. That's Sunday Night Football. Too. Say it. Listen, I, I, would love, I would love to ride with my man's Lamar, but the Patriots defense is playing out their mind. And I, I got to I gotta go with the Patriots. I'm going with the Ghostbuster, Lamar Jackson. Right. We're going to beat them niggas. They have one loss on their record. It's coming from the Ravens. You heard it here first, folks. I don't know about all that, but I wish that Lamar Jackson could win the Super Bowl just so he could dance to this song called Beam I by DJ Chipman because that's like my favorite song in the world right now. Good song. So I just, but it's not going to happen. Hopefully somebody from Florida is on the Patriots. So. Cowboys. <laughs> well, this is Monday Night Football, right? Cowboys at the Giants. Be nice who you got. I go with the Giants. Cowboys is kind of fleeting. It's falling apart. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to JD, though. He looked decent the last couple of games, but they don't play him enough. The Cowboys play who? Giants. The, the Giants. Cowboys, Cowboys, yeah. The Giants. What do you got a special pick? Is anybody any any of those teams that you like? All right, you know what? Because I heard you like a hmm. That Ravens. No, I, just, I, I don't pay super attention to football, um, but I know the Ravens are playing good. I know the Patriots playing good, and that was one that I was like, that's two pretty good teams. Should be a good that's, game. That's up. It's a big game type thing, and. The Cowboys versus the Giants was funny as hell just because it's like 50-50. But because y'all was like the Cowboys getting weak or whatever. But that doesn't mean like the Giants are super good. They improve, but they kind of like just meeting them at that 50, which is like an even. Yeah, and just both kind of ass coming from different directions. You know, somebody trying to leave ass, the other one going back to ass. Stanky ass. Um... All right, so before that, I said, no, this is during the show. I said, we want to talk NFL and be nice. I said, what we got to talk about NFL? I just want to ask y'all, do we have a good grasp on who's good and who's not good now? No, not really. No, we still don't. Mm. Who do y'all think is good? It's top heavy. Patriots are good. And then everybody else is like, once you get past, like I say, the top. Well, nobody in the AFC is really good, except for the Patriots. Yeah, except for the Patriots. Chiefs not really good, and that's what I, my argument was going to be. Once you get past the top five quarterbacks, then you don't really know what's happening. Like, once you, you count on, like, a Tom Brady, a Patrick Mahomes, a Russell Wilson, a Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, I would say, is right there, too. And then, you know, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson as well. So, like, those names are kind of holding the weight of their teams seeming like good teams. Outside of that, and I would throw Matthew Stafford in that conversation because he's been playing really good. The team doesn't look as good, but he's been playing really good. 
outside of that, it's kind of tough to call anybody else. Like, a lot of other teams are kind of crumbling, and it's starting to showcase that maybe some of these quarterbacks don't have it either. You look at the Chargers, Phil Rivers, who I've argued for, like, the past 10 years, has a noodle arm, look like shit. Well, they, they fired Ken Winslet, who was a bad offensive coordinator. I didn't know. He, he wasn't was bad like, last year. He was bad with the Jets, though. He's been I mean, bad for I mean, places. It is what it is. Uh, you look at some of the younger teams, the Cardinals, I can't say I've underperformed or over. They just kind of ass. You know, we they, knew this. They, they talent level. To me. I won't say that. Yeah. What do they got? Three wins? They got the same amount of wins as the Lions. <laughs> and they had a very bad offensive line. The defensive line is old and aging. They only got one corner. That team is bad. And for them to have three wins, I'm very impressed. You don't yeah. No, the Cardinals. Yeah. I'm impressed. You impressed? Also, I thought they would be trash. Like, they play a lot better than I did. You thought they had a good team? No. I had three Bro, wins. Three and three. Three and three? I thought they'd be 0 and 7. Three and three? I mean, you also thought the Lions would, would be like Lions ain't making one the playoffs. or whatever. So I yo. had them one. They probably be two. They about they one win of one of what I said they'd be. I thought they had two wins by now, but they ain't going to the playoffs. So if the Cardinals lose out, they're not going to lose out. They're how you know out. that? They're not. They're not going to lose out. Bro. How you know the Lions not going to the playoffs? They're not, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say they got six wins. I'm saying how you make one got six statement and then the other got six wins. Okay, but they can lose the rest of the games. Anybody can lose. How can you make one positive definitive statement and then one negative? No. It don't make sense. Arizona has some winnable games. On the Lions got winnable games. I don't know that. They play down the How don't you know? That's what I'm saying. The Giants only lost because by you one. Got one. The Giants could have won that game. But you got game. one tidbit to say they play down to their competition. They do. The, the fucking Cardinals suck. Anyway, Bro, their the team is bad. They, and they won three games. I, I would argue that. They just the signed Zach Zinner. The Cardinals are the worst team in their division. While the Lions aren't. So they got like. Them and the Bears are probably. They probably bought even. two more losses. They probably bought even. But I'm saying. We'll see that Bears game. Hold that to the Bears no, game. No, but let's hold that to the Bears game. Let me finish. What I think I'm the Bears can be the Lions. Let me finish what I'm saying. The Lions compared to the Vikings is a closer than the Cardinals compared to the Rams, Seahawks, our 49ers. You about to see that right now. The, the, the Cardinals playing the 49ers right now. Beat their ass. But the Lions, I don't know about that, the Lions and the Bears. I don't know what the Lions. Do the, you the, believe the that? I don't know that. The, no, but his his statement is that he believes that the Lions are closer to the Vikings than the Cardinals are to any team in their division. Do you honestly believe they got a shot against the 49ers tonight? I think they can win tonight. Also, Kyler Murray might not win rookie year. Might be offensive, but yeah, gonna be offensive. But Nick Bosa, or the, is that Nick? Or is that the yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Bosa like way better? And and what's McCullough? Uh, dude, the linebacker that played for uh, Devin Bush. I don't know. Are you talking about uh, Josh, Josh Allen? Josh Allen. He got like seven sacks. They both got like seven sacks. Yeah, they both like real good guys. Um, who else? The Packers are good. Goes hand in hand with the quarterback. Uh, the Saints. Saints are two good, good quarterbacks. And Drew Brees came mm-hmm. back and lit it up. I told you, man, you gotta go with well, the. I watched, that, I watched, that, the I watched that whole game, and it was uh, it was definitely some some bad mismanagement. Some some calls went that way, but yeah, they definitely got they they definitely won. But yeah, no, that's the I still was stuck with Teddy. Um, they they would have won with Teddy. Who else do I think? Well, the Forty Nine ers, of course, are good. Yeah, Forty Nine ers, a good team. Really good. Um. Yeah, I guess that's it. And everybody else is just kind of in the middle. I think Seattle is good, but I don't know if they – Like, right now, if I had to make a playoff picture, it would be the, the Packers, right. the Cowboys, right. the Panthers. No, the Saints. Yeah. Um, Niners. And the 49ers. And then it would be the Seahawks, Vikings, and the, uh, and the Wild Card. Yeah, I think that's about the same one. And then those are, like, all the teams I believe to be, like, the best right now. Yeah. 
arguments. The um, AFC, I have no fucking clue. I wouldn't even. I couldn't even make. It's just gonna be Patriots Super Bowl, so I don't really understand why even go through it. Yeah. Unless the, unless Patrick Mahomes comes back healthy, there's no point. Yeah, that's, that's the only team that, that can stand a chance. I mean, realistically, yeah, it, you. Like I said, it, it banks on what you can get out of the offenses because I think that the Texans have a dynamic team, but you start to see people like J.J. Watt getting hurt and you don't really know what's going to come out of that. And then the same thing with the Ravens. Oh, he done. He going to retire. Yeah. But I'm just saying as far as the team. But like, the Colts still got – they still, I think, leading the division right yeah, now. They, yeah, they up one. Like, right now, I think the Chiefs I mean, but is that something like that, five that, six. that you believe, though? Yeah. They pretty good. They are pretty good. They got a good defense. And Jacoby Brissett don't make too many mistakes. He doesn't. He's a good game manager. Yeah, good guy. They got good running game. They got really all the makings of a solid team. Yeah. I can, I definitely see a, a world where the Texans could beat them. Yeah. But I see it the other way around, too. Mm-hmm. Um, who do y'all got for MVP? Between Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson. I'm gonna go with Russell because he's doing more with less. If he can finish out strong, but if the Packers continue to win out, I mean, how do you not give it to Aaron Rodgers? And same thing with Sean. If they they make a strong playoff push between them, but I think Russell is doing a lot more with a lot less. I would say what I believe the MVP is, and I'm going for my standards of basketball, the most prolific, and I would say exciting player for the whole year. I would think probably is Russell Wilson. I see a certain dynamic from Russell Wilson game in and game out that I can't say I see from the other players that you just mentioned. Deshaun Watson has some dull moments, but you kind of just know he like resilient. Like It's like uh, Aaron Rodgers as well. But that guy at the Cowboys game was like, they laughing behind me with like a minute left. That's more so where you see them shine. But like the whole game, I kind of just see Russell Wilson just do amazing things. Like you know that he, Nobody else on this team is worth a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tyler Lock is a pretty good guy. They have decent players on defense, but nobody else really wants none of them other niggas. <laughs> none of them other the niggas. The David Moores of the world. DK Metcalf is a big guy. He's playing good. He, he is. But you good. take him outside of, like, a, a Deshaun Watson, a Tom Brady, a Aaron Rodgers, is he a good receiver? I can't uh, say for sure. You throw him with, like, for instance, you throw him with – and um. Nuke actually talked about this. He he gave credit to the the quarterbacks he's played with of old that helped him get to the position that he in. Can DK Metcalf catch with nope. you know what I'm saying those guys? No, you know, that's also, no, you can't can't so it's it's hard to even throw him in that same realm, like like Lando said where he is doing a little bit more with a little bit less. Um fun fact, Deshaun Watson, ever since he started quarterback for the Texans, has been within one possession of every game. Win or loss. So keep you in the game the whole time. Hundred percent, bad boy. He good guy, Michael Jordan. Um, be nice. You alluded to this earlier. You said the Chargers are the most disappointing team in the NFL right now. I would like to one up you with the Falcons. Yeah, that's what I said. Falcons are way more disappointing. I mean, going to our points of view, I've always thought Matthew Ryan, Matt Ryan or Matthew Ryan, whatever the nigga name is, he's overrated, and we saw the trials and tribulations of what became. Like a, a just decaying defense. Like they got people on their team who, who've gotten hurt the last three or four years consistently. Like their safeties have had season long injuries like the last two or three years. They've had linebackers that've got hurt. Uh they had like the ferocious speed a couple years ago when they went to the the Super Bowl and it just seems like non existent now. And on the flip side, their running back stable, which was once like 
just plentiful is extremely depleted. Devontae Freeman looks like a shell of himself. Tevin Coleman is having himself a year in a 49ers jersey. And it's just tough to kind of see where the rest of that talent comes from. Like, And, you know, I know you don't necessarily believe in momentum, but I think that that plays a part in, in your psyche where you see somebody, like I said, Matt Ryan just isn't the same guy. And they got rid of Sanu, but it seemed like something that still should have worked. They had a talented tight end. They had Julio Jones, who, like, uh, we seen footage of Larry Fitzgerald literally pulling Kyler Murray to the side to say, man, this is the greatest guy I've ever seen. Like, you're going to see something amazing today. And Larry Fitz, he is, didn't do shit. And Larry Fitz believes that to his core. They're like, man, this nigga is amazing. And it's just unfortunate they're in that situation. But I personally don't think the talent was there to begin with. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's fair. The Bears also extremely disappointing this season. This is the same thing. We, I, I know Mitchell Trubisky was ass. The thing with the four, uh, with the Falcons that they're getting blown out. Like, Not a psychic. Every Mentally, game. they no, don't no, believe the it. We ain't, we ain't talking NBA. We ain't talking blowouts. No. Yet. Oh no, well, yeah, no, we got some blowouts. We need to talk about. Yeah, but I'm saying the Falcons. I didn't say fifty get put up on them on the air. Oh yeah, yeah, we got some shit to talk about. <laughs> we got some blowouts to talk about. Sure. We ain't talking about them blowouts, but uh, yeah, the Falcons. They has been getting their ass beat like yeah. on a nightly basis. Like every Sunday, you can. Yo, watch the oh shit. Let me check the game. Oh shit, the fucking getting ass beat yeah. on live television in front of everybody. Hide your kids, hide your wife. They beating somebody ass out here, and it's the Falcons. Yeah, shit, as fuck, man. Um, I do want to talk some NBA now. There ain't nothing else to talk about in the NFL, right? I think that's a few about trades it. got made, but that's about it. Oh yeah, the trade deadline was very underwhelming. Yeah, so, uh, I thought Slade was going to get traded for a minute. I think everybody's asking for too much. Uh, Jamal Adams, they the Jets asked for like three first-round draft picks and shit like that. I was like, nah, we ain't going to do that. I would do it to the Jets. The Jets are dumb. Who the <laughs> who did they draft that's good? Yeah, but still, though, three first-round picks, though? Man. It's like, come on, man. I'll give you one. I ain't give you three. <laughs> yeah, you asked for too much. Not Jamal Adams, man. Like, saying they went behind his back and tried to trade him. Yeah. You don't trust him. Hey, I, I I always find it funny when like athletes be on some oh, man. You know it is a business. Like yes it yes it is a business. You get paid every week from it. The same business. What makes it more business? Not they could traded you than the fact that you get paid for it. Yeah, that's still a little different. There's I'm, nuance to it. It's pick you leaving and moving everything. Plus you don't know necessarily how the organization is gonna welcome you. Right. And, like type thing. But it's a like it was a business. Then it's the same business now. Like it's not a new business when they want to trade you. It's the business. Like this is a part of the whole thing you get paid to do. I can say the that like in business, it's like not everybody in a position is like the best for that position. Like like Golden State has a different organization than the Phoenix Suns. It just look a lot different. Like right. The day to day, the people but, that's involved with like. Mm-hmm. Y'all were just talking about if the Warriors trade Draymond Green. Draymond Green probably gonna it's a business that too, but it's like I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, he's still he's he already <laughs> signed. It's not like it's different from like Draymond Green who signed the extension and got his contract versus somebody who may be like at the end with they extent with like a team and then get shipped to a new team and have to like perform through like also wanting to get a new contract and like what that might look like. To mm-hmm. them. I, I think I think it, be, it comes to the problem when you lie to a player. 
If you ain't like straight up honest with them, like, hey, look, man, we look thinking about moving you. If they find out on Twitter and shit like that, then I think that's I think that's overrated. Like in yeah. sports in general, like you got to be used to that because everybody do that for the like, past ten years. Right. That, that's what I and that's what I'm saying. It's like, bro, like, I, why? The, how do you think we not gonna trade you? Like, I we gonna trade whoever we like, gonna trade. Like a player like Blake or even with the Jamal, like they they showing them videos. They the Blake Griffin. It was both. Like Griffin. Yeah, Blake Griffin. They was trying to trade Blake. No, no. When they they, 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 they gave him a big contract. Like you are a guy. They like put his jerseys up in the bin. Yeah, Raptors. That was too much. That was too much. And then with Jamal Adams, they told him, "Hey, look, we ain't thinking about trading. We ain't gonna let you go." They traded Isaiah Thomas after he had an MVP year. No, that was fucked up. Yeah, thirty in the playoffs after his. Yeah. yeah, that was fucked up. Like that shit is wrong. That but wrong. it's like that's also, it's like that's also it's a business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if they would have paid you, that's just a part of business too. It'd be nice. I already said. No, nah, people people don't know. It's it's not necessarily like a, it's a business. That's more so like a professional answer. It's kind of like one of them things that you know can happen, but you don't know how it feel until it happened to you. And then it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? This is a business. And I feel like, you know, personally with... <laughs> this is a business. <laughs> yeah, like, I know it was a business. Like, you know what I'm saying? You see a nigga that get traded. Like, somebody that got traded from the Lions before, he didn't care. It was, like, probably a bum. He didn't give a fuck. Right. Or not his man, but when Quadre did get traded, like, man, shit ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? Business. I don't fuck with that. It's a business. Okay. They not they talking about trading. I was the Lions doing bad business. Like, you gave him a big-ass deal and shit, and then, you know, but hey. I think that that, for them, they may they maybe did that. And I, I, I'm not trying to get them credit. Cause I don't know the situation or what they know or what they was thinking. In certain situations now, especially with the NBA, we see players get contracts similar to that, to where it's easier to trade somebody who under contract as opposed to a free agent. You know what I'm saying? If somebody got some more time, because just the makings of this team, Quandre Dix clearly didn't fit the the characteristics of what they want. And like I said, I think I pointed this out last week. He cost us that game against the 49ers. Because he little. I never noticed the game and was like, man, I'm. I really appreciate Quandre Diggs' <laughs> input on this one. Like he really put his stamp on this game. And if it wasn't for Quandre Diggs, we won. And I like I feel like as a regular nigga who see this shit, at least the front office could do be like, all right, he good, but he ain't that good. Like, Why pay him dude? Like has he always been that point? Why give him that much money? Like I said, it might have been easier to that, move him that way. I don't think because they they came on press conference talking about this is our guy shit. Like nah, I don't know. No, like they I fucked think, up. They I just dropped like, the ball. No, I think they, they did paid him too. Much, they paid him too much money. They fucked up. But like once they looked at it, they probably looked at the wins over replacement. And was like, I mean, this nigga, he ain't. Yeah, and then they said that Will Harris wasn't playing bad. Like Austin said, it was a lot of them games where I didn't notice he wasn't out there. Yeah. It was one, oh, and it wasn't oh, Will Harris. It was Tamon Wilson. That nigga said, them niggas getting lit. But that's what I'm saying. They getting lit. The fuck up with the field, <laughs> and without yeah, them, like, yeah. so they should have paid him. We, we gained nothing. Stupid to pay him. Um, I mean, you pay people though. No, nah, that was dumb. Like, who? Then to trade them next, they trade them the next year. I mean, who? They probably, they probably thought, hey, we beat his money. Even what they do, and they paid them before they drafted Will Harris, right? They did, but still, he was still playing that good. He was still bro. Still though, he was still getting beat. He was our best tackler. Bro, he not here now. They shouldn't have paid him. They should. That was a. That was another mistake that Bob Quinn did. Stop making up for him. I'm taking excuses for him. I'm not making excuses. I just. It is what I it mean, is. I mean, you pay him. You cover your losses. You draft somebody. It, it is what it is. Now they I have the money that T.O. got to pay. So it ain't even all his money no more. They like, got to pay the rest of that shit. Yeah. Right. That's what. So fuck it. Why not pay him? It didn't hurt nobody. It didn't hurt nobody. It just. It didn't make. What did it hurt? Who else was gonna get with the with the Quandre Diggs money? I mean, you could have put that money to pass away. Last year, he was 
I'll talk about this deal. That's what I'm saying. It's shit you could have done. It was, shit, they talking about Drake Slade. He might no, be he want to be gone. He don't want to be here. Right. And I don't blame him. So why pay him? organization is dysfunctional. Why pay? The shit that you said, like the organization been dysfunctional. No, before this Rob, Rob Quinn has been dysfunctional. He's drafted, his free agent picked up. He picked Kenny Galladay. That's it. That's all. Uh, niggas don't niggas. pick Kenny Galladay every day, year. You just saying it like it's a handful of organizations that pick. They picked Kenny Galladay seventh. But it's I see it, you know what I'm saying? Every every day we on Twitter there's people that's like, Man, you watch a game and then randomly a bunch of fucking tweets come to your timeline of people like, Man, why the dolphins getting screwed like this? Why the Steelers, the refs hate the Steelers? So every organization believe the same shit that you saying. Everybody except for the Patriots think that their team is dysfunctional. Everybody. It's niggas I everywhere. I bet you the niggas who at the Chargers, they want all them niggas gone. Well, that is the, the niggas at the Falcons the want Chargers, all them niggas gone. The Chargers are like, that nigga sucks. What do we do? I'm saying he is But they forget just as fast and like Quarter Dix like did some good shit for us too. And a nigga like me, when the fuck last time did something? He scored a touchdown, a punt return for a touchdown. Two days ago, man. Two days ago. Is that enough? It's the other niggas. Shit, but that's a nigga. That's a name they know. You ain't doing shit. He's balling. He's better than Quadri Dicks. Yeah, no, we're not saying that. We're just saying that fans. Everybody think niggas weak because that's all they seeing. This what your sight is. Man, these niggas suck. If you ain't winning, you ain't balling, you suck. You can look at some people. You can see some people playing good on bad teams. Um, He he wasn't. Talking about playing good on bad teams, let's switch to the NBA. The fucking Golden State Warriors stink out loud. Now, before I let Be Nice go on this one, I'm going to say this. I take no joy in watching the Golden State Warriors get booed the fuck out on national TV every night. That makes my that's made my 10 o'clock viewing pleasure very sad because I like to see good basketball. I don't like to see people get booed the fuck out on their home court, off their home court, everybody else's home court every night on a nightly basis. This shit is sad, man. I don't like seeing Steph Curry break his well, hand. Well, still, it's only been like four games. Right, that's what I'm saying. But you saying it like they, like they got blew up like... Three out of four games? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They're losing. It's embarrassing. And I think not the fact that it's gonna keep happening week in and week out. Every team, because every team remember for five years, which is hey, look, the Golden State Warriors had a five year run. A lot of teams would beg for that. Lando, if the Pistons had a five year run, and at the end yeah, of that, did. at the sixth year, they got their ass. We already had that. We had that. I'm saying, <laughs> on, the, on the nightly basis, we got. We had that. You would like that, right? I mean, yeah, I enjoyed that. You would trade that. Yeah, I watched Rodney Stucky and Austin Day get blew out a lot. Yeah. Look how long. Look how long this lasts, Orlando. Pistons just not getting back solid from not getting their ass beat. They are. So would you let it last this No, long? but that was a yeah, different I mean, situation. A they got championships and shit, you trade that off. It is funny to see the Warriors. No, but for 11 years. That was a after, different situation because yeah, well, Ben Wallace was old as fuck when he got to the Pistons. No, Rasheed that, Wallace was old no, as fuck when he got to the Pistons. No, no, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is the, the dynamic. Yeah, the, the reason why is because our the players from the Pistons was no, a lot older than the Golden The reason why is because Joe Dumars, just like Golden State, did bad drafting. Yeah, after I can't And, no, that's just... I think My point exactly. Kevin Looney a good player. Yeah, he's shit, man. He I, got no pathic injury right now. His hamstring is fucked up. Right. He was begging on the, the verge of a good season. I know we all gonna have a reason for why the Golden State Warriors are absolutely dog shit right now. Right. 
I'm going to say, we're going to go around the table and say our reasons. I'm not even going to go with the obvious ones. I'm going to say, Jerry West leaving blew them up. I think that was the, the beginning of the end for the Golden State Warriors. Will? Uh, I'm going to just, just Steph broke his hand. So that's mm-hmm. why they're going to look worse than what they should have been. They don't got Steph Curry. If they would have asked Steph Curry, I think they would have figured it out during the season. But uh, now nah, they don't have nothing. So. Uh, green. Nothing. But their bench is depleted. They're not the bench that we used to seeing. They like Kevin. We haven't seen this bench in five Kevin, years. Hey, listen, Kevin Durant is, is is not there, and like you say, uh, Clay is hurt, and this is a bad. This just shows you a bad team. They did a bad job with these uh, these guys. I don't even know some of these guys. I saw the Michigan dudes. Man, and they said that, that's why they're struggling. Yeah, uh, I think for one reason. The downfall is Draymond Green calling Kevin Durant, and I I said that originally. Wait, calling him on the phone like, hey, like getting him to come. No, getting him <laughs> no, to come to go to state. I think I'm calling him a bitch on. on no, no. The- but the thing is with that Landor, I don't take no no heat in that because Kevin Durant would still be hurt this year if we didn't get him. Like, bro, would still be out. I, I would have had him two championships though if he didn't if he didn't go there. I don't believe that. But uh, yeah, LeBron, I don't believe that. Because we would have signed somebody else and we'd have had a deeper bench. They didn't have to be Kevin Durant. They didn't have to be Kevin Durant. They didn't have to be Kevin Durant. They didn't have to be Kevin They wouldn't have if we didn't if we wouldn't have had Kevin Durant. We would have got better players. That's and I literally you can go back to the podcast. I've said this several times. Anybody but Harrison Barnes at the small four. If you go get Trevor Reza, the Warriors win. No. 100%. No, they don't. Steph Curry still averaged 27, 8, 9. He was the finals MVP. He didn't have to carry the Lakers. What are you talking about? Steph disappeared a few of them games. What are you talking about? Trevor Reza, different nigga than. uh, He would have played way better than Harrison Barnes. I don't know about that. I don't know about Harrison Barnes. Maybe defensively. Figuring so you had to know. But we see Trevor Reza. You know what Harrison Barnes' biggest issue was? It wasn't nothing about the, the the defensive effort. He was a fucking robot. And Draymond literally said that in that game against OKC. I'm not no robot. You ain't going to talk to me like that. You're not going to tell me just not shoot or none of that shit. He ain't going to talk to me like Harrison Barnes. No, I'm saying you're not going to talk to me like that. But niggas knew what he meant. It was implied. Oh, I ain't no fucking robot. I ain't Harrison Barnes. I think this shows us Kevin Durant carried them the last few years. No, he didn't. And now he's gone, and now you're seeing what's happening. I don't agree with that. I think that they put all their eggs in one basket, which was Kevin Durant, which was I can't disagree with because you got a chance. You got a chance to go get championship rings. But the question simply was why the Warriors suck is because they sacrificed what you said. They bench depth. They sacrificed that to sign Kevin Durant, which we've seen with other dynasties. But I don't believe this is to me. The end. And also going off wheel point, if Steph Curry was there. Willie Cauley Stein did not play. He didn't practice with the team. Alec Burks. That's what I'm saying, though. That was the point. Before he got in the game, the Warriors were up 11 to 9. He didn't play. He he played. They took Eric Pascal out. The niggas was down 30 to 13. He ain't practiced. He ain't played basketball in a month. And we depend on that, nigga. But that's what I'm saying. To where it's not about talent. Are you saying, oh yeah, we we grown men and nothing? They don't understand the schemes. And the biggest problem now is is that the Warriors want longevity. They want the the end game. They want to inclimate all of these players into the system instead of just saying, oh yeah, play like how the Rockets play or how the Bucks play. You got a one and four out. You know what I'm saying? You got one nigga at the top of the key, and they do pick and roll. Steve Curry didn't want to do that. He wanted to keep the same muscle offense. And you got niggas like Glenn Robinson, who is a fucking idiot. Did he go to Michigan? Was he smart enough to actually get in? I can't believe it. That nigga's retarded.
getting lost on defense. He's he always in the wrong spot. No, 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 no. But no, I'm starting with him because he's been in the NBA for five years. I'm saying a lot of credit. The thing about a good coach and what Coach K does is he matches play. He don't match just his system trying to fit them in. He fit what they can do best. Steve Kerr is not doing. He's not doing that. He's not. I just said that. He ain't yeah. gonna have no choice now though because Steph's not there to use that gravity shit and try to suck people in. Exactly. So he gotta do fucking we gotta do pick and rolls with D'Angelo Russell and it's gonna be tough. Yeah, but I mean at, at the end of the day, I seen a lot of people point this out. This could be the best thing to happen to us, to be quite honest. I don't even see us. Who is us? Because the bandwagon is gone. I, I never was a bandwagon on. fan. I don't know why you're talking to me like that. Bandwagon. I've never been a bandwagon Dude, fan. I never appreciated that. Never I don't care about the other people that wanted to be a part of the Warriors. I got my ass whooped when I was like 11, 12 years old for buying League Pass to watch the Warriors play. The Lakers was on fucking national TV. I could watch Kobe. I wanted to see the Warriors play. This has been one of my favorite teams. So I don't know situation where I'm a bandwagon fan. I want to see these niggas do good. Like Draymond said, this is our baby. We built this. You don't run away from your baby. You struggle with it. And you got to deal with it sometimes. They got a new arena. And like I said, I think people going to stop really going, man. Huh? They probably are. Going, huh? So, you know what I'm saying? D'Angelo Russell might not make the rest of the season. It's no telling because, shit, they might have to trade him just to get new pieces. I don't really wish that they do that. I think that long-term, if Klay Thompson is healthy, Steph Curry is healthy, Draymond Green is healthy, or whatever other moves they make, people also don't think about the, t- the fact that they picked it, you know, Kevin Durant bitch ass forced us to trade to, go- to Brooklyn because he didn't want to feel like he got traded for D'Angelo Russell straight up. Is protected one through twenty. So if we finish in the lower half of the, the the year, then we can keep our pick, our first round pick for next year. And then we also have a seventeen million dollar trade exemption that we can use for you know like a two week span in the off season to go get another player. So I believe that this team has a good chance at a dynasty. I'm not buying into the the. the the Laker hype as much as other people just because I know that LeBron James' body is going to start to deplete in a while. Like, he only got, like, another year or two. He might break his hand or something. He could. I mean, and I, that's also another thing. Change the rules, bro. Stop this bullshit where y'all reward niggas for flopping. Aaron Baines, 16, fucking 260 pounds, and he flopping and broke, breaking niggas' hands. Why are you setting for a charge on Steph Curry? It don't make no fucking sense. That shit don't make no sense. Everybody you got all these bitch-ass niggas out here flopping, and this niggas getting hurt. If you jump at Steph Curry, uh, shot, you might get caught for five. Yeah, if you jump at fucking Clay Thompson, you might fuck up his hamstring in game three. And if you jump at his fucking duck, you might tear his ACL, Danny Green. Mm-hmm. All these weak-ass niggas trying to make a name Listen, by being hustle bad. players, and they weak. Niggas won't talk about Zaza being dirty. Danny Green hurt a nigga twice in one series. Hey man, this is part and the of the work. They're counting around. They do. They no, he heard. Hey, man, how many times you gotta say that shit? He done went on first take. He done went on his own podcast. No, how many times you gotta tell me? Ain't nobody force him. One of them finals runs that Golden State had, they played. They faced a bunch of injury players. It was a few years back. They faced Mike Conley. That first one, yeah. Yeah, they had a few beat up teams. Like when it gets, it's just. I didn't. I didn't never say that we talking about the history. I never mentioned that. That's why the Raptors won. I said a nigga. Went out his way to try to hurt somebody yeah. twice. Hey, you, you still got to play, man. And nah. like I said, the Warriors, they, they done now. Nah, B, I ain't saying that. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the the well-being of the NBA where you got niggas like that who are quote-unquote, like I said, everybody throws Zaza under the bus. He's not in the league no more, but everybody throw him under the bus as the, yeah, you seen the Warriors, the Kawhi Leonard, they was up this, and they sent Zaza at him. Then why ain't nobody talking about Danny Green? He, del- he hurt the same nigga twice in one series. It don't make no sense. Hey man, that's how, that's how it, goes it is how I go, but I mean, it's unfortunate, and I'm still here. Niggas, niggas on Twitter want to talk to me. I'll talk to you all day. I'm still here. 
Because I know basketball for real, man. I, I know what basketball really look like. Right, so how many more blowouts is it going to be this year? A lot. Damn. Yeah, about 25. Steve Kerr said, hey, this is the reality. This is going to be every Look, night. I, like I said, we got, what is it? We returned five players from last year. And two of them niggas not real players. Jacob Evans didn't play at all for real. He stinks. No, I don't even think that. I've seen a lot of, you know, a lot of good things from him in the summer league. And no, I said, no, I won't say that. I would love Jacob Evans. To, Jacob Evans hit fucking four threes in the first game. I would love to Jacob Evans yeah, on, the, on the Pistons. I would love to see Jacob Evans on the yeah, Pistons. Who out that game? Jacob Evans on the Pistons, amazing. Well, Better than Tony Snell. Who won our first game? Yeah, but I just out. I just think that. Like I said, we got uh we returned Clay Thompson who's hurt. We returned Draymond Green. Steph Curry. No, I'm saying right now. Okay. We brought in Alec Burks who hasn't played. Who Looney? Yeah, we returned Looney, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson who was hurt, and Jacob Evans. Oh, and sixth player Damian Lee. Who, I don't know what to make of that nigga. One game, he looked like he don't belong in the NBA. Next game, he had 24 points and 9 rebounds. So they got blew up. He tough to, no, they won that yeah, game. Yeah, no, they won that game. That yeah. was they blow up. Yeah, blew a nigga out. But it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? We still there, and I believe next year, with all the things that I've laid down, the foundation, that we can be back in the dynasty territory. Because there's next not enough. Year? T- yes, 100%. Mm, hell no. Why you say that? What, the Clippers and the Lakers? They ain't going nowhere. LeBron James is going to be 36 years old. Why do you think it. this nigga is? Is he Captain America? No, he's not He got it. Well, and he like shoot threes. He like being a point guard. Like, I mean, but. That's a lot. He's still like the, off LeBron. And he's got 40% usage rate right now. Yeah, he's still be something. pretty good next year. Like, he is. After next, year. next, then we can talk about. I'm not. Like, no, no, what I, I never took away from that. What I just said was, is that I believe we will be seven strong of niggas that I think are really talented. And that Once you get past seven seed, seven seed. What are you yeah. talking about? Yes. If we return a team that, if even without doing anything for D'Angelo Russell, you return a, a healthy Steph Curry, okay. Clay Thompson, right. Draymond Green, D'Angelo Russell, right. and fucking whoever we draft next year, Kevin Looney. You telling me that the Utah Jazz better than that? I mean, don't time, speak yeah. again. No, yeah. they're not. They're but what are you talking about? The Spurs, I told you that the Spurs are gonna be good. No, the Spurs are gonna be better. They than go, that. No, oh my goodness! Listen, man, they dynasty is over, and it's okay. No, it's, it's not. What are you talking about? Okay. Is Steph Curry not a two-time okay. MVP? He is. So why are you talking past. about Donovan Mitchell? That's the past. Is Donovan Mitchell gonna be it's better than next year? Probably not, bro. But it's, 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 it's gonna be better than Donovan Mitchell. It's over. Is it gonna be better than Donovan Mitchell? He, he won't be. I know. Like I said, Steph will be better. It's Clay Thompson going to be better. The teams will be better. The teams going to be How? better. They're going to pass it. Bro, we see this. We see teams that win team. Start the fade, bro. Who on That's team? it. It's over. Ah, man. Like I said, people who really know context, Ben Wallace came from the, the, the fucking magic he after did. being an undrafted free agent he from did. the fucking Wizards or Bullets back bro, then. But we had, we had. No, I'm just saying, it was old. We had from 2001 to 2008. Yeah. And then after that, it was old. Like, the whole team was old. Yeah, that's going to happen. Everybody. No, that's not. We got a first round pick that if we booty enough could be top 10, it could be a lottery pick. Oh, my goodness. And then you got Kevin Looney, who not old. And then you got D'Angelo Russell, who not old. So, just still not really. They still getting together. They getting together. Exactly. They figure each other. By, the, by mid-season, though, they're they going to be better than the Warriors. A lot better. Yeah. And this year or next year? This year. Not a healthy yeah. Warriors, though. Oh, y'all niggas. Let them niggas go, man. That shit's over with. <laughs> like, for real. I, mean, I, look, I know we had great memories. Mike Conley The 73 and 9 memories. I love that season. Mike Conley. Mike Conley like that's fucking Patrick Beverly. What is that to say? Patrick ain't you 31 too, nigga? What are you talking about? That was a beautiful season. 
My comment is still the same beautiful. age. The, the, the KD championship was beautiful. It's over. Nah, man. <laughs> Look, I, like I said, you want to talk about Lakers? That's cool. LeBron James is going to still be a force next year. It's the yeah. other niggas that I don't believe in. I don't know if Kyle Kuzma is going to be valuable enough yes, to where you can. Why, not? why wouldn't he be? What is he going to make? He already averaged 18 points. What you think he'll average next year? 25? 2021 points? I don't know about that. He can. Why can't he? That's he a young. big jump. And you playing with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. LeBron James is distributing the ball. That's tough. But I the shit you're talking about, Utah, is tough. I think he can play some point guard. Yeah, bro, they're going to be straight. They're going to be able to beat them, man. I mean, the Warriors. I'm just saying, you said the Warriors going to be 7 The Clippers ain't going to be able to beat them. Not this year. Next year. I ain't talking next year. Yeah, we ain't talking. He just said that. I said next year. That's he's now he said we're not talking oh, next said, year. I, know, I said I know. Yeah. Well, they ain't making the play. Well, they ain't making the playoffs this year, so ain't nothing yeah. to talk about. I guess not. Yeah, I, I talk. We got a lot of talking about where you can ass beat every week, every night. Yeah. You play tomorrow. Probably. Uh, but you got to think all the times the Warriors you to give it to people, not people get to give it to them. Like, now they getting their hits in on the way down. Yeah. They beating the shit out of them too. Yeah. Suns. They play Suns again. Play Suns yeah. three times, don't they? Uh. Four times, but three more probably. Yeah, three more times. Oh man. Um, Lando. Yeah. Brandon Ingram is a solid player. Thank you, thank you. That's all. That's all I was trying to say. That night. they probably won't make it to the playoffs. I know. I said they wouldn't. There was a two stack. Yeah. But he is a pretty good player. And are you ready to make it? I said that night. Luke Walton is not a good coach. He is a. And I was also going. I was going to say that too. Yeah. Luke Walton is probably a bad coach. I got two things to say to that. And it's not not giving you your credit on the statement. But Will pointed out to me in the car ride over here that he does not like Christoph Porzingis because he don't like his movements. And I will agree to the same statement. I don't like Brandon Ingram still. He just moved like the Slender Man. I don't like it. I don't like watching that shit. It's not cool to me. He's Medusa. Yeah, okay, that's all but and I, I I think that I I like Paul Pierce and, 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 and I will say I will say this too though when we argued that originally I didn't have as much of an issue with him. It's just with that system. I know that he can't win with LeBron James. Like you can't be that style of player. I think it was Luke. LeBron I think it was Luke. Nah, because he, he was Luke. Because he, he could have moments. He could have played. Nah, he can't play without LeBron. LeBron on the floor. I can he see that. He could have gave him and put the ball in his hand. But also, I cannot say that Luke Walton is a bad coach definitively. And oh no, no, the only reason I can't say that is because they picked. Marcus Bagley over Luka Doncic. And they also signed Harrison Barnes instead of Buddy Hill. They also just gave a shit ton of money to Dwayne Dedman, Trevor Reese, and Corey Joseph. They made a... Vladi Divine, a terrible GM. So I can't throw all that on Luke Walton. Luke Walton do got Darren Fox and... I can't say that. Who else? What's that guy from um, Houston? I think that's with LA now. That shoot threes. Trey Daniels? I can't say he better than Brandon Ingram, though. Did you shoot threes? Who said he's better than Brandon Ingram? I mean, but you said you said he couldn't play with LeBron. Or yeah, because Brandon Ingram can't camp What's in the corner. Fit in that, he could have fit. He, nah, he could have. He could have. If that, if he asked to, that's what he need to do for them. I think Brandon. I don't. I don't think and that's kind of going back to like his movements. I don't think he got the jump shot to be a set shooter. Like Brandon Ingram is all like mid range pull ups. His jump shot is kind of like funky. So I think for you to ask him to be a set shooter, it would be but hard. I'm saying they could have played at a faster pace. Like with Brandon Ingram last year, Luke Walton just he, he didn't do Probably. that. Yeah, that's the thing. That's and that's all I was trying to say. But yeah, he's a solid player. Um, he is a pretty solid player. But I I think Luke Walton is a bad coach. Uh, I know Martin Bagley is hurt, but I mean that that's no excuse for for the way they've been getting their ass beat this season. 
Damian ran off the floor down there on a nightly basis, similar to the Warriors. Not Warriors light, because that's like a special brand of ass beating that's only reserved for the Golden State Warriors. But they've been getting their ass beat similarly. And uh, De'Aaron Fox looked like a complete different player this year. He looked borderline ass. Similar to how Lonzo Ball was looking, but not really, but similar. You know what I'm saying? Like the similar type of ass where it's like, maybe this tempo shit you're trying to run, Luke Walton, don't work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it just maybe it's not that good right now. And but also the Kings have a real bad team. I think people just get stuck in their ways too, coming from like a, a situation of who he is and like who his father is and his, his pedigree around basketball. I think he could be too headstrong in his decision making on how to run teams. And, you know, we see that unfortunately it could just be pipeline. Could be the tree he came from. See Kurt don't really look like he wanna change his system. Cause if you if you feel like you've seen success with this before, it's like, do it. You, you are you an idiot, nigga. Do it. It's not that hard. I seen somebody else do it before. Why you can't do it? I think one thing about coaching that I like or that I respect of coaches, and it kind of go to the NFL. And what you said about Andy Reid, maybe his system worked. Like if you can make your backup quarterback play solid. Then you might be a good coach. Yeah, and we see that. We see that. Andy At that work. point, it's not just about the talent level, right? That works in your system. It's about you right. and being able to to mold your system around the talent you got. Right. Same thing with like uh, Doug Peterson. That's why I thought he was a good coach with with Nick Foles. Yeah, like he said, Nick Foles said he liked these plays. He don't like these plays. He took out all the plays he don't like. Put in all the plays he do like. Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it's just that simple. A lot of coaches would be the like, The thing is, an NFL quarterback would <laughs> tell you he don't like some of these plays. Yeah, he's like, look, yeah. he's like, you know, this play, I just can't, it don't work with me. No, nah, but that's because I'm ass. Not because I just don't disobey. He, he ain't saying this is a bad play. I just, I'm ass. I'm not good at it. Yeah. But I think even, he, even still, it's like, hey, you are ass. You can't run this play. I don't want you to. Because I just feel like it's going to cost me. My system, it can be this good. You can believe in things you got as much as you want to. That don't mean you gotta force it down every player's but throat. The, like like you said, the one thing Andy Reid does is he switches the system to the quarterback. Right. When he had Michael Vick, no, I'm not gonna play like that. I'm been that. Right. I'm gonna spread it out. That's what I'm, I'm not gonna play Nick Foles like, like Kevin Cobb. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna switch it up. Yeah. And I, and I feel like with right now, Steve Kerr got to make a choice. You can't run the free flow style offense with a player like D'Angelo Russell. It don't really work to his play style. It don't really work to. A lot of these niggas. No, I don't that. think it's that. I think that on the back end of what their their offense was, it's like it's too much decision making for exterior players. And like I said, unfortunately, keep name dropping him. Good Robinson suck. But I'm saying a lot of them players don't have the same, don't have the skill set of play times and step carry. So yeah. it might not. It probably doesn't translate as well to a, a shooter like Jordan Poole, who's a rookie, but he also don't got the strap like Clay. Some of them shit is like. Hey, some of them shit is yeah, like Clay what, catch and shoot. What, Clay said he beat him another. Jordan Poole beat Clay in the shoot around. Yeah, tore ACL. One legged Clay in the shoot around to beat him to 60. But I'm saying, like, players like Damon Lee probably can't run the, the step sets. Quinn Cook could only run so many of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, some shit only work when you got the talent to do it. If you don't got the talent, he's going to have to change the shit. I mean, the bigger problem is, like like I said, I, I'm going to keep throwing that name out there. You get a nigga like Lynn Robinson who opened in corners, and we've seen it for two years as a Bro. Pistons fan. Okay. He don't make shots. Bro, this nigga's right now. I follow okay. a bunch of Twitter, Twitter, Warriors Twitter. They talking about how bad he is at finishing at the rim. He won a slam dunk contest. This nigga got a 38-inch radical. He fucked his leg up, though, after that. Exactly. He, he, hurt. he, he, he hurt. need to be out the NBA, to be honest. Trash. You don't need to be. Listen. 
He don't need to <laughs> nigga need to why be in a dumpster somewhere. Why he shoot those type of shots? That's what I'm saying. Like you gotta you gotta switch up your offense for Glenn Robinson. You got to. There's, he is a six six power forward. Lando, they haven't had players like that since the nineties. No, he he basically play, fucking play Anthony him, Mason. You gotta play him like the nineties. You can't man run the offense like that no more. Man. You got to. You gotta um, adjust to your talent. Uh, this nigga is Jay Crowder without a jump shot. This shit don't work. Jay Crowder only valuable because he got a jump shot. That shit don't work. You can't shoot me shooting threes like that. Um, all right, so there's some other NBA stuff. That I, instead of just talking about the Warriors getting their ass beat, Carlton Towns also got his ass beat on the NBA He court. said he was ringing him up, though. He was he was getting with Embiid for a minute. He would have probably slammed him, but Ben Simmons came and, and took him down, put him in a headlock, had him tapping on the, uh, on the hardwood flow. Uh... That shit was just hilarious. I don't even know what else to say about this shit. And be and then everything afterwards was just even more hilarious. I'm surprised we only got two games each for that. Right. I, I think that's cool. Good. Nobody threw no punches. They were pretty lukewarm. The Ben Simmons getting games? No. Nah. Nah. He should have got a game. For headlocks? Yeah, man, because he was he was starting like the, the tuck it and like this that Carl Towns tapped out the dude had to get him off of him. Um They say he was the peacemaker. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, matter of fact, let me uh, read you the exact okay. quote. So you go on, you can go on. No, I, I think they should have got a game, man. Like when you breaking up a fight, you grab your guy. I don't want no dude from the other team grabbing. I mean, but like people said, they got the same management. I think they friends. All part. Oh, yeah, they are friends. Then why you have missing? They play a uh, Fortnite together. Why you put the handlock like that? All parties viewed Simmons as a peacemaker in scuffle. Simmons was seen on top of Towns, calming him down with his arms. <laughs> What you call a choke-up. Uh, yeah. I'm just calming you down with my arms. Yeah, he had him in that police grip, man. <laughs> he had him in that nigga. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of people put the baby boy clip up. Yeah. He had him in that headlock. Yeah, yeah, he did. It was he hilarious, did. man. Jody headlock, yeah. A lot of fun last night with that shit, dog. But yeah, two games each, dog. Two games each. That's my favorite part bitch. of the NBA. What, fights? Yeah. I wish that would happen more often, man. I can't tell y'all how I enjoy it. It might have just been because of who it was. To see Chris Paul get his shit going last year, that made my whole season. Listen, like, this fight on schedule for, like, NBA fight, you five games, five, six games in, you just tired of who you playing. They was going to ass beat. Yeah. It's like, fuck it, I'll fight you. Yeah. Why not? Let's fight. I think, I, I do give Carl Anthony Thomas a little bit of props because he, he finally just had enough of the shit. He had enough of them be talking shit to him, going to him a bitch, and all that type of shit, man. And he finally stood up for himself, even though, you know, got put in the headlock. Um, also, last night, it was a over 300-point game between the Rockets and the Wizards. I, I believe the Rockets are a good team. I think this is going to work. I think it's not going to work in the playoffs. I think D'Antonio, the lack of defense, I mean, last night was just, that was this. I think they should pick up Kenneth Freed again. They probably should. They, I mean, they probably should pick up a lot of dudes, but they only run seven dudes deep. You can't do that in the regular season like that, man. Seven dudes. Yeah. I mean, I know James Harden can give you sixty, and Westbrook gonna put up a triple double with seventy-seven dudes. Is this? And like Eric Gordon, he they gotta trade him. They shouldn't have paid him. You want to talk about niggas shouldn't get paid? He's I told of, y'all this wasn't going to work. They score 159 points. How many did Eric Gordon have? Like 12. That? 12, wow. How many did you have? I don't know. You going with 12? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 15. That's, 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 right, that's, that's right. That's right. That's what he do. That's what Eric Gordon does. Like, the nigga said, yeah, when, you need, when you need <laughs> 10 yards, Jarvis Landry gets you seven. When you need 20 yards, Jarvis Landry gets you seven. Man. That's Eric Gordon. 
Kevin, you need 25 points, he's going to give you 15. You need 12, he's going to give you 15. That's what he do. Out of 159 yeah. scored points. I'm pretty sure Eric Gordon probably scored 15 points more than any other player in NBA history. <laughs> exactly 15 points. Exactly 15 points. Right on, yeah, real talk. More likely. <laughs> I've seen 15 on his That's stat line a lot. Mind, though, bro. Are you, if you divide that number, yeah. it's, it's well, like a frat. Well, well, James Harden has how 60. Many, how many shot attempts did James Harden have, though? Like, they had 55 threes attempted 104 shots by themselves. Mm-hmm. By... No, the team had 104 shots. So, James Harden, and he had like 20 from the line. 17 for, he had 22 free throws, I think. So, he probably shot about the ball about 50 times. Yeah. Right? And then you got Russ Brook, he probably shot the ball. He had 17 points. He had 17 points. And he probably got he probably got up a lot of tips. I mean, there's only so many tips that can go around. Yeah. I mean, at the, at I don't have no issues with Eric Gordon doing that. But, like I said. He's score, if you 159, though, like, that ain't like one of them. nigga had 60. Like, but, yeah, but still, though, man. He could have had 20. Minutes. Like, you take away James Harden. You take away James Harden, they had 99 points. Also, that shit didn't go into overtime. This was a regulation. Yeah, that's what I said. This was a regulation. He played with a nigga who scored 60. I'm pretty sure he wanted to shoot a little bit more. How many shot attempts did James Harden have? Let me see. Because, like you said, if he's shooting 56, there's only so many attempts you would get at that point. But still, at 159, though, well, James Harden him. had 59 exactly. He ain't had 60, I don't think. Yeah, 59 exactly. So that, they had 100 points as a team. You take away that 17, that's 83. So he had 15 out of 83. Shit, that's not bad. <laughs> that's how you got to look at the numbers. You can't look at 15 out of 83. He, he shot 20 free throws? Yeah. So he had like. Close to 39, 40, yeah, something like that. Look, they got the win, but it's not going to work in the playoffs. It never does. But Mike yeah. Antonio, no. You got James Harden attempted 32 shots. May 18. Okay, then. No, no. He, no, he had a good night. Have, yeah, he should have better. Yeah, Gordon Ooh. attempted 13 shots. Attempted 13? That's kind of ass. <laughs> <laughs> and made five. Yeah. No, he, I he, mean, threes he made. made. Threes. He, they better have been threes. Yeah, they probably were threes. Yeah, threes. Yeah. Yeah, no, what was his three point percentage then? Thirty eight percent. Yeah, you got to play better. So he's five for thirteen. Yeah, yeah, that was. That's what I'm saying, nigga. That shit ain't cool, nigga. Relegating you to just shooting threes. It's like, damn, bro. This is, of course, I'm gonna be five for thirteen. Like forty percent, but still though, man. That's because it's two niggas hugging the rock. I told niggas Eric Gordon wasn't gonna work, bro. I ain't gonna lie though, Westbrook saving him. Yeah, because he, he delegate everybody else. He's like, shit, I'll give you a little bit right here. Yeah. give you a little bit right here. If that nigga ain't going to pass that <laughs> yeah, bitch. He ain't looking to pass. <laughs> I pass it. Yeah, yeah, hey, what you want? PJ Tucker in the corner? PJ Tucker got like six points. That's where the 60 took that nigga points. You give me two assists. I give you six points. <laughs> How about that? I'm gonna <laughs> just like that. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, I like the Rockets though, but Westbrook saving them. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for him, like they probably would have lost all these games. Yeah, man. I mean, um, like I said, this shit ain't ain't gonna work. I see how much of the back and forth shit go between them two, but it's definitely not gonna work. In the That's court. an interesting stat that I wanted to pull out. Before that game, James Harden was shooting four for thirty nine on three pointers. Ain't better than the Blazers. Ooh. He was shooting for a He was on 11% for three. I only seen the Blazers play once. I seen him lose to the Spurs. What's the Blazers record? They're like probably going to win. No, they lost. They lost to the Spurs. I seen that game. They lost to the... A lot of teams right now is like one and three. Yeah, not, I don't really care I'll, like I'll, that. Man. I will put them over the the Blazers right now. Lost to Denver too. They, they might be one and three. Yeah, yeah they lost to Denver the first night. They, yeah, I watched that game too. Okay, yeah, they would. Uh, that that series would go seven, but I would give it to Houston. Just they get to the line a little bit more. So but, they yeah. score more. Like way yeah. more. 
So, but I haven't had the Rockets beating them in like six. I don't know about way more. Yeah, I, I say seven. About seven go games. More. It'd be good. Ken Drake's already scored for the Arizona Cardinals, and they're beating 49 or seven zip right now. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. I probably go. Th- I probably go to Rockets. Trailblazers. I don't know. Last year that was a good year, but I think that's as good as it's gonna get. No, nah, I mean, I used to argue, um, like as of early in the season, who would who was like the most prolific scorer. Besides, like, it's James Harden, um, Kyrie, and Trey Young is up there just because he had the most points out of anybody right now. But then also is Damian Lillard as, like, a scorer, somebody that you probably don't see that much, but, like, is, like, once you play against him, you understand. Now he busts okay. bust everybody ass so, for sure. So this is the Western Conference looking right now after like five or six games. So the Spurs are the number one seed. Like I said, they, they got the Jazz. The Lakers are three. The Mavericks are four. Rockets are five. Timberwolves six. Austin Day, give Chris. Nuggets are seven. Suns are eight. And Trailblazers are nine. And the Clippers are ten. They three and two. They lost... They lost, they, lost, they lost that night. They played the night, too. They lost to the Suns. They lost to Charlotte, right? Okay, yeah, so they got two. So, man, like you said, the regular season is going to be tough in the West, man. A lot I, of these teams got the same same record right now. I ain't going to lie. I think the Lakers are going to be the one seed when it's all said and done. A team like the Clippers playing them, that's probably the best. That's the best match they're going to get three more times this year. Everybody else is getting their ass beat every time they see the Lakers. Like, it's like a third-quarter push where the Lakers just beat the fuck out of it. Their defense is too good. And they, they run at a real slow pace, but they can shoot threes pretty well. Maybe the Nuggets might give them a hard time. I think so. Yeah, the Nuggets is good. I like the, I like the Nuggets real, a whole lot. A real lot. Yeah, they Nuggets got the same record and shit like that. They're both 3-1. They're a good so team. There's a lot, a lot of 3-1s. Uh, they three almost lost to the Sun. Sun's real good. Suns are fighting. They scrapped. I did watch the game versus the Clippers. They, they definitely scrapped. They just got... Competent, real NBA talent. Monty you put Williams. people, yeah, that too. NBA but you put people like, uh, sorry, um, rookie Rubio and Baines, uh, Cameron Johnson was a rookie they picked up, so they added a lot of, you know, had a big off season. They got players coming in for him, Michael Bridges. Yeah, I won't really say that. He looked, no, he looks. He's not bad, but I'm just saying as far as like. He made threes. That's what they asked him to do. I just, I think anybody could do what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Right, but I'm saying that's what you want from him. He yeah, you know, he's not, he not doing nothing bad. Oh, and they got rid of Josh Jackson. That's just like that's like 20 turnovers less they're going to do. So what, what happened to Josh Jackson? He's just in the G, G League, League for the Grizzlies. Yeah. Probably yeah, he is in the Grizzlies. won't play no more because okay. they don't need that. Man. Yeah, if he ain't playing on Grizzlies, it'd look kind of rough. Well, come on. He'll bounce back, <laughs> It'd look kind of rough, huh? He'll come to the Pistons. Yeah, he'll come to the Pistons. Uh, the Eastern Conference, 76ers, Raptors 2, Heat. Celtics, Bucks, Cavs, Hawks, and uh, Magic and Pistons time for eighth. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, the Hawks are not gonna make the playoffs. No, no, they're not. And the big, I know you. I know niggas gonna look at me crazy. That team is not that good. Yeah. Like Trey Young is that good. He was at a usage rate of forty percent. He was averaging around thirty-five points a game. That wasn't gonna hold up. And also, everybody else in that team is not as good. Very John young. Collins? John Collins is a solid NBA player. Yeah, and he running with Trey Young. Right, but he is like right now. How long is Trey Young gonna be out? 
Probably like a week and a half. Not that long. I still don't see them being that good. Like even even when they beat the Pistons. It's like they can. I think that's the biggest issue is that they in the East. Like for you to say they're not going to the playoffs, that's kind of. I got a lot of teams in the East. I then I got half the East not. That's what I'm saying. Like that's kind of. But it's like it's still like I see them, and I don't see like like even the game against the Sixers. Like the Sixers are gonna beat these guys when they play the Celtics. Celtics gonna beat them. Uh, I feel like we had Blake Griffin. We'd have beat them. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we're a better team than them. I think they're going to lose to the Nets. I I don't see them competing very well with uh, they beating the Bulls. So the Nets right now, the Nets are 1-3. and three. What's, What do you guys got to say about these struggles that we're saying? Nobody else is playing basketball except for Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving won't let nobody else play basketball. I don't basketball. think that's the problem. I just think they still got to – I mean, they're not losing, losing. They just, like – they got to learn how to finish games more. Not that they not competing or good. They just lost some tough games. They lost some. Did they lose to the Grizzlies? They mm-hmm. did lose to the Grizzlies. They got shit like that, losing to the Grizzlies. Kyrie, tough game. Kyrie Irving really getting like shot it. blocked by John Morant. I mean, but I, that's a good team. They going to make the playoffs, but I don't really. It, the Grizzlies? No, no, the, uh, the Nets. Mm. I think the Nets are a solid team, um, but. I can't this, even say that. It's going to be a bad year for them. It's going to be like until Spencer Dinwiddie and them kind of wake up, they don't really. Got I don't a lot think of that's time. ever going to happen. Kyrie Irving is like a melting pot of the worst case scenarios that you could ever kind of mess together. Like he's he's an extremely moody person, which doesn't work well in a team environment. He's being coached or mentored by Kobe Bryant, and he's played with LeBron James. So it's somebody who. Has a certain level of entitlement. He played only ten games at Duke. Uh, he played a high level of basketball in high school and didn't lose much. And then when he got to the NBA, he struggled. And he never really came out of that struggling on his own. He never overcame anything by himself. He got blessed with playing with LeBron James, and then also in a, a mentoring manner. LeBron James is one of those people who kind of throw niggas under the bus. Like, and people can disagree with it, but I, I believe LeBron James is one of those I ain't got no help type of nigga, which he say all the time. And he okay with, you know what I'm saying, saying, well, this person ain't do this, or we ain't do that. And then it's really like, we know who you're talking about, Brian, but you could have just shot a couple more times. You never threw No, but that, I'm saying as of seeing. Kid, no, and I wasn't even talking about I was talking about the seeing how you handle yourself. It's like you see a nigga do something, you know, this is acceptable. Like, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to throw niggas. Like, he just kind of played the Celtics last year. You know what I'm saying? He necessarily throw them under the bus, but he yeah, left them kind of high and dry. I mean, after the situation of, yeah, you play this nigga, why would we fuck with you? You know what I'm saying? And people like Marcus Morris still came to his defense. I mean, but who? You talking about Marcus Morris? That's a nigga who didn't like none of them niggas. Jalen Brown, I ain't nobody talking about. I took the biggest backseat. No, that was Terry Rose here. But them all niggas is not there no more. You know what I'm saying? As far as the rest of the core who. They probably could have made it work with with the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. They never necessarily threw him on the bus. And Marcus Smart came out numerous times and said he was a brother to me, somebody who came out and backed me. And then, like I said, moving forward with the Kobe situation, this is somebody who people would say had somewhat of a cancerous mindset with trying to get Shaq out of there and won a certain level of respect and prioritizing his career above maybe the team's greatness. And I see those same makings, like I said, of just all kind of melding together with Kyrie. He looked like he might be a dude that is cancerous. Like, you might get a situation where, like Austin just said, Spencer Dinwiddie waking up. Maybe Spencer Dinwiddie ain't going to ever wake up because he's playing with a nigga who ain't going to give him the ball to wake up. Like, Spencer Dinwiddie isn't that type of player where you can just say, oh, yeah, man, let's go out there and hoop. Like, I'm going to put you out there with Kyrie. Kyrie going to dribble the whole shot clock and then pass it to you, shoot a couple times. Like, Spencer Dinwiddie is a rhythm player. He's somebody who got to, got to, he played like D'Angelo Russell a little bit. 
You run pick and roll. You are trying to get a feel for the game. I get a couple assists. I make a shot here. I might take the ball. I get a good defensive stop, <coughs> and then he gets his his game going. You can't play like that with Kyrie Irving. No, but I I never say Kyrie Irving is a bad teammate because even even with the Moody stuff when he was on the Cavs, they say he wasn't talking to people in the playoffs. He came out there and performed every night. No, you never, I, you never I, went no, I'm, court, I'm not talking. Bad. I'm not talking that's, about. That I'm saying you making everybody. Game, that's that's within yourself, though. though. I'm no, saying no, you don't make everybody else comfortable. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. Everybody in the subjects was cool with him last year. Nobody said he was a bad. They all understood. No, Terry was here. Marcus Morris didn't like none of them niggas. Hey, who broke the Moody story in Brooklyn? Like, could they that was, also be media? Could be. Could be. And that's what I'm saying. Everybody in the subjects was cool with him last year. Nobody said he was a bad teammate. 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 Nobody said he was a b
I mean, but the shit that you're saying is like, that's cool for Lou Williams. Like, I'm okay with Lou Williams coming out there and being a big game player or a difference maker. Kyrie Irving is a franchise player. Like, I can't be baking on just what you do in the game to be like, yeah, he going to bring it. He going to score. He, like, what else are you doing? Like, team around for nigga fucked up. Are you going to do something? Or are you going to play good enough to where you can overcome what he got going on? No, you're not. But you know, I don't think Kyrie Irving got to be a leader. He, he got to do that. He proclaimed he wanted to be the leader. But you, but you still need a leader at some point. It don't got to be Kyrie Irving. Yeah, it ain't Kevin Durant either. That's what I'm saying. Who going to do that on that team? Yeah, if he spends your game with it, your, your leader don't got to be the best though. player on the team. That's not true. That's true for a lot of basketball teams. The best player on the team does not always have, it to, don't be have to be the leader. So it shouldn't have to be Kyrie Irving if you don't want to be. I mean, but your fit also matters, though. He got the ball. He's the best player on the team. You can't do so much in space. Spencer Dinwiddie position to lead a guy that's actually doing the leading. Yeah. But he, it's like he's only doing the leading when it comes to, all right, he going to put up the points. But it's Spencer Dinwiddie, like, hey, it's bro, not, it's this one I It's the fashion of the points, though, that, like, matters with, like, like if it's 24, like, like seconds on the clock, Kyrie got half that. Just not, trying to do but it, if it's, whatever. If it's the last it's not like 20 seconds on the clock, it should be Kyrie ball. 20 seconds. If it's the 20 seconds in the game, left in the game. That's cool. Kyrie Irving should have a ball in his hand. But, like, you you limit how hard of a, like, like pressure situation that is if you just playing better as a team to not even, like, struggle to get there. Now we there and Kyrie got to, like, take these shots, like, that many times during the season is this situation all the time when really you can be better than that if Kyrie can maybe like adjust a little bit type thing. But even last year, D'Angelo Russell wasn't a twelve shot a game taker. <laughs> so it's like they playing with a better D'Angelo Russell. They gonna be fine. Like, I think it's role too though. I think next year with Kevin Durant there they'll be fine. It's it's so role too and what you talking about because I feel like, in essence of your best player not having to be the leader and somebody else being a leader who's not your best player, like, in Golden State, you could say Draymond was a leader. You could say Andre Godala was a leader. But their play style also meshed into what Steph Curry did. Like, for you to say a nigga like Spencer Dinwiddie can be the leader, it's hard to fathom because he do the same shit Kyrie Irving do. But he quality. just played alongside D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo who, Russell who played, played off ball. He, he played play, off he ball, play, too, though. No, but he had a, he he had a 35% usage rate. But he played off ball, too, though. He had 35% usage rate. He played off ball way more than Kyrie Irving. He played way more than Kyrie Irving, but he still played on the ball a lot. He did. But they also didn't play together all the time. What you mean, him and Dinwiddie? Yeah. He played together a lot of time. And, but I'm saying as far as the the methods, and he played outside of without Dinwiddie a lot, to where it's now Kyrie Irving not coming out the game. Like, them two, they played together, and he would be moved to the two. Dinwiddie would have the ball. Like, his biggest and games last year, he shot a lot of off-ball threes. two-man game, they set up each other more with, like, swinging the ball around. Yeah. You're going to see Kyrie do that a lot. But st- even still, it's... We still got a long season. They still gonna be able to play more basketball. Even when Spencer did win the game, Kyrie Irving is the two. There's no way he's not. Spencer is he gonna succeed like that? Yes. Because he was just following LeBron James. But what I'm saying is, no. What I'm saying is, that's still that's still but, tough. But with the LeBron stuff, like they could have had a longer run if Kyrie wanted to be a part. And you compare you even in that you compare roles of Spencer Dinwiddie is essentially LeBron James. He not LeBron as ball handler. He is a ball handler. But how is he gonna score in that? 
What you mean? He was just playing with D'Angelo. Well, Why and are we leaving that whole part of it out? That's a nigga that's that he had, he didn't have to feed that nigga every time. That's what I'm saying. How did he? How's a player with a 35 percent user rate on last season? Didn't get fed. He didn't have to feed that nigga what all the mean? time. So you, this is what you telling me? He you don't got to feed Kyrie. He can get his buckets. He Kyrie Irving just scored sixty points twice. Damn near. He's scoring. He going out there. D'Angelo Russell ain't never scored over thirty-five. Fifty one time. Kyrie Irving scored fifty one time this season. What did he score against? Uh, like thirty against oh, the the fucking nah against the Grizzlies. What did he score against the Grizzlies? Like thirty five. They like, went to overtime. Those high scoring games look a little different when you're just basing it off analytics and whether or not they win in those games. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, no, they're they not winning them games. they definitely not winning, but a lot of them, like you said, are one-point games. They could have beat the Timberwolves by one yeah, point. Yeah, but I love Kyrie, too, but, like, I don't love him not enough to, like, be, like, it, like logical about how he should, like, adjust in ways, too. I mean, I ain't saying that he shouldn't adjust his game, but I'm saying his, the game is fine. Like, they're they're playing I, fine. Maybe it's because a I'm a Steph fan that I feel like you should accommodate to other people when you're the greatest player. And I've always said that. I've always, Even with the argument about LeBron James, when niggas talk about the help that LeBron James has, I've always said it makes more sense for LeBron James to get them other players going early. Get a, a pick and roll for a nigga like Tristan Thompson in the first quarter. Get Jordan Clarkson, or when you was playing with Jordan Clarkson, in the open corner three what? early Nine in the game. Don't. Pick and roll. With AD exactly. They're way better players, but I'm saying if you're a I'll player of that capability, why not get them good early in the game? So those are accounted for points that you say, I'm LeBron James, I can get going whenever. Get, Same situation with Kyrie Irving. You why get can't you get Hill going before you get LeBron James going? Yes. In every basketball game you've ever played in your life. LeBron James is the goat to some people, right? Why he can't snap his if fingers Curry, and score? If Curry got a game where he got five points just to get Harrison Barnes forty. They probably lost. Steph Curry didn't score in a fucking first half of a playoff game, and he scored 30 in the second half, and they won. We talking about when he played with Klay Thompson and Draymond Green, also great NBA players? Yeah, that is kind of crazy, ain't it? But they he also had, had other people let, that were scoring. He didn't let Iguodala score 30, did he? He had to score 30. I say you, you get just, those people going, going early. Why can't Iguodala score 12 points to give us a break? How come Steph didn't give him 12 early? Didn't they Steph Curry what, what if I said to you, Lando? What did I say to you? I said Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala did not look for their own yeah, shots, right? When they passed him the ball, correct? I, it's the same thing. I've never changed my bum, argument, it's hard though. hard to get bum niggas points. How many times have you seen Sean Livingston or Andre Godala get to the basket, post up, and then look for the play? Lando. Instead of scoring, it's the same Lando. argument. Ain't you going to fuck up the game trying to get a nigga like Andre Godala 15 points? I never said he had to have 15. I never, had to, I never said that. You, like I said, that, that would be a problem, but you, you do have to get him somewhat involved, but not 15 points. It's a rhythm thing. But Lando, did I ever say that? Did I say 15 throughout the game or 15 early? If you let a nigga get two dunks, they might get a little bit more comfortable and shoot a three in the corner. Then they got a better chance of going here, right? If you play with LeBron James, he go out there and go 15 straight buckets like that. He don't do that shit. The rest of the game going to be easy for you. Niggas going to be accommodating for LeBron James. Oh, shit, LeBron about to run through us. LeBron James will barrel into a nigga. He gets to the free throw line. That's going to pause everybody else's rhythm. And then he'll start shooting. He's going to do them both, though. You're good at getting people involved. But I'm saying, even, and when he know when it's even, time to take over. Even other terrible. players are like, all right, we doubling this nigga. If a nigga pass you the ball and you wide open, you blow it. That's not on LeBron James not giving you the and ball. In the fourth quarter, it is. If he ain't pass you that bitch the first three quarters, yeah, nigga, what you expect for me to do? Make the shot. You in the NBA, ain't you? You gotta have some rhythm. rhythm what but you yeah, mean? You actually gotta get some I mean, players involved. It's basketball, but like, catch and shoot is like, is like, 
That's not everybody like game. But if you play with LeBron James, you know that. Like you were just saying with Brandon Ingram, you should tailor that to more of my game. If I'm playing with LeBron James, I should know. Hey, he might go get thirty. I should stay ready. It ain't no. They ain't these things ain't hopping on LA Fitness. They've been playing basketball for eighty two fucking games. They ain't seen LeBron James go get forty a couple yeah. times. And for eighty two games, you probably touch that bitch for two quarters out the game. Make the most of your two. If that's how you gonna play, Gilbert Arena said the best. If I I shoot fifty shots before every game, so that way when I touch that bitch, it ain't my Gilbert Arena is one of the greatest scores of all time. And then people should listen. They don't do it though. You gotta get players involved. I'm saying when I, like we said, when he touched the ball that first time in the game, that ain't his first shot of the night. No, it's not his first shot, but it's different in game. <laughs> it's Gilbert Arena. That ain't his first shot. Of no, the night. I, I agree, but you still gotta get players involved. You still do. Now you ain't gotta sacrifice. I'm not saying LeBron gonna score hundred points. But LeBron, he gets players. That's the best thing you do is to get everybody. I'm saying like when you play good, you don't have to. When you're a good player, you playing good. It's gonna make everybody else. Everybody else's shots are gonna be easier, so right. it's like even to get him if he getting a tough shot early in the game because they're probably gonna be playing better defense on nobody doubles him. They don't know what LeBron gonna come out tonight or what Steph Curry gonna come out Who tonight. Who are we arguing should not be involved in the game? I'm just saying like the star players gotta stay involved. Like trying to get trying to get your weaker niggas no. involved early in the game is. Kind of dumb, but I think it's better to do it earlier than late. It's I mean, it's, game get out of it's hand. better to, to when they start trapping your star yeah, player and a nigga wide open. Like, oh, I ain't touched this bitch. So what do I do? It's better, to get it, it's better get it done earlier for sure. But yeah. what if your star player don't get good? To Dude, he weak, nigga. You a star? You supposed to be able to score? What are we talking about? We had Steph Curry go games where he don't score in the fourth quarter. This nigga, hey, okay. Who, when, who's, who's he playing with though? Who's he playing with? Kevin he Durant. Kevin Durant. He, he wasn't touching that bitch. In the last minute of the Cavaliers series, he blowing shots all game, throwing turnovers. He maybe he should have got going. He played weak. I don't disagree with that. That's he played weak. So it, it go for them niggas too. He I was touching the ball the whole game. That game, a lot of a lot of people was missing the ball. But it go it go for all players on the court. Your better players should be taking as many shots as they can. They are the better players. You still got to get players involved though. It's still it's still just a kid. Like everybody got to be involved, and it makes your job a lot easier as a superstar. While the players are making make your job. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but 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 you got to pass the ball around. In any basketball setting, you get the best player the ball at any time. Yeah, but still, it, it, it would never at no level of basketball. It's not that. It's not about that. It's just like you said, you got to be ready. But at a certain point, you're gonna need one of them niggas. And I'd rather the nigga who shot the ball this this game or has dribbled that bitch and or my, made a decision. Their mind is clicking. They're like, all right, I can do how this. How many guys can do that throughout like 82 games and then the playoffs? And what do you mean? Professional, like to be able to have that responsibility of like. We'll just carry I mean, the team like that. The whole game? Yeah, like, no, mean, that, that we're on you. That's a lot of that's, that's, star, that's what they do. We're talking about star players or we're talking about role players? I'm talking we talked about this last week, too. It's just like, players, bro. Role players, dude, they, they do have a big impact and do have right, look, throughout this the This is what I'm saying. You the last 20 seconds of the game. But I'm talking about, the, the, ball, you talking about the whole game. <laughs> Only LeBron James would probably pass it to another nigga in the corner type shit. All right, bro, I done made you a great shot. Make this one. But you want your star players in the game. Okay, but I'm saying throughout throughout the whole throughout the whole game though, it's it's a team sport. You gotta get the ball. They gonna get involved though. That's what we need. If we need Kyrie to score forty every night, then it's bad. No, they they go they're gonna be in the position they are now if he has to do that every single night. He's gonna have to start getting other players involved and that's been a critique about him. But no, I think they'll be fine next year when they get Kevin Durant, but this year they're gonna struggle a bit. Still playoffs, but I see. Yeah, that should be. Um, what else y'all want to talk about in the, in the hoops? Mm-hmm. I mean, we can just kind of talk about some of the things that's surprising us. I know at one point, uh, 
Kendrick Nunn and Devontae Graham was averaging more points than LeBron James and Steph Curry. LeBron has upped his scoring performance a little bit since then. This was like Devontae after the third. Graham and yeah. Mm-hmm. He's averaging like 19 points right now. Carl Thomas playing super good to start off. Andrew Williams is not, so that's just always hilarious. He had a good game, a good fourth quarter. Had fifteen points in the fourth quarter. And then Heat game, twenty-one and nine. Oh, that's one of the games where the star player was getting double teamed, and then. That depend on Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins had a negative sixty-five plus minus. Andrew Wiggins point. is also a number one pick, so he should be a star player himself. Uh, I know should be. He stinks, but I'm saying he had a negative sixty-five. Like do like first couple games, and he was winning <laughs> them games. He just still had bad plus minus. He's not a good player. He got a bad haircut too. He should be like uh, Donovan Mitchell, honestly. Andrew Wiggins. He should just be better. He should be able to play defense and shoot the ball and dribble without looking down on his feet. He's just a bad guy. Yeah, Clyde Drexler in the Hall of Fame for that, man. All right. It's, it's a different, it's a different game, though. <laughs> I, don't, I can't say that. What? Can't say that. Come on, man. We, I, I'm not going to have that debate. I don't think I mean, Clyde Drexler wasn't the greatest three-point shooter either, and he couldn't dribble without pulling his hand up. He's they slightly had, better than that nigga. three points when Clyde Drexler was Yeah. 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 I was say, he, got, he got two championships. Like, he took, like his, the, <laughs> he took <laughs> his team to the championship. Like, he, so he was the leader. What did you say? Claude, he got two, got got rings, man. He got one ring. He wasn't yeah. there on the first team. Yeah, I'm saying, but he got he got a ring, and he took a team to the championship. He did. They got yeah. smoked. They got smoked, but still, he took a team. And like, the West was kind of the West was kind of diluted at that point. Maybe that the Lakers and shit was there. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, he took a team to no, the championship. No. He better than he better Magic was like on the cusp of niggers knowing he had AIDS. No, that was way. That was like two years before that. No, it wasn't. No, he had AIDS in what ninety two. This is like eighty nine. No, it's not. Yeah, that was ninety when they were. Who did the Pistons play in? The, they the, played Portland. That was the Claude. No, who did they play in the the, the they second the one? They played Lakers in the first one. They played Claude the second one. Yeah, so that's ninety. Ninety two. That's when he came. Well, like no, the Lakers still had Kareem and shit. They just. Heavy Wiggins ain't better than Claude Drexler, man. <laughs> you know that too, man. Those I'm just saying. Man. I'm I'm speaking <laughs> of a of a mindset that you put him in today's NBA. I don't know if Claude Drexler is a difference maker. No, he, he gives a I always think stuff like that transfer. Yeah. Like if you place an old player, except like Bill Russell, I don't think he transferred. But like everybody else from like the 80s on, I think they I transfer. think it's just like game style though. Like kind of what I was saying about Glenn Robinson. Like you put somebody like Glenn Robinson in the 80s, I think he's a good basketball player. You put him in the seventies, he probably a fantastic basketball player. So I, it's it's like your skill set. Like it's certain people who were renowned shooters. Andy Johnson might have been good in that era. He'd have been he'd have been, <laughs> <laughs> he'd have, he'd well, have been well, a player for sure. Last night, like B Night said, though, he didn't even play. The no, coach said that nigga ain't playing. Yeah, yeah it's the nurse said outright they like is Stanley Johnson getting the defense? No, like, he doesn't understand anything we're doing here. Like, damn, man. I ain't never heard a coach speak so boldly about how ass a nigga is in all systems. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn, he, he would think he'd play Fanduel or some shit. Like, he just sees this nigga on a night. Like, this nigga stink. Yeah, man. That's, that shit just embarrassing, man. Uh, Halloween is today. It's spooky scary. I'm scared. You scared? I know you scared. Nah. I know. What was your favorite? Or, all right, I'm going to say this. What would you have always wanted to dress up as growing up, Halloween? Man, that's tough, man. I guess uh, Super Mario. That's something I'll do probably next year. Super Mario. Yeah, dress up as Super Mario. Dress up as Super Mario. You can get, like, the shoes and everything. The shoes, the, the uh, suspenders, the hat, all that. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, I guess favorite Halloween memory for me, and I, I might have told the story a few years ago. Um, we used to, well, it's still Devil's Night and Angel's Night. So we used to have that. So they used to have these fake cops that like ride around <coughs> and like tell you to go home with the yellow lights and shit. I was dropping off a friend and one of those cops pulled me over with the yellow lights and he said, how old are you? I'm like 17. He said, wait right here while I call the police so they can come get you. And I looked at him and I just <laughs> laughed and pulled the fuck off and he was like, hey, stop. That was my funniest. Uh, wait right here. Or when me and Reggie, you being disrespectful is funny. Yeah, me and Reggie do eggs. At, yeah, listen to the law abiding somebody, citizen. Somebody he else. has to stay right there. I, I laughed. And Hold on, I'm calling the police. <laughs> Tell me wait right there. Uh, another time we just, we egged uh, our boy house, man. Just like, me and Reggie and shit with masks on and hoodies and shit. I wish you would have just been like, how old are you? 17, he just put us phone. He's like, hey bro, what you doing? I'm calling the police. Hold on, just be a minute. And then he just, you know, then you would have to run off. You could have took his phone out of his hand. Oh, shit, I you should have beat him up. I was in the whip, man. It was me and Spoke. Me and Spoke was in the whip. We looked at him. We laughed and we pulled off. Man. I should just got up and beat him Jumped up. Jumped that nigga. Yeah. Then it would have been real funny. Yeah, exactly. That's why you came, man. It, oh, I saw some yellow, yellow shit that night, man. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Uh, yeah. You know, you didn't dress up as so much stuff. What would you have wished you would have dressed up as? Um, or you still do? You what I would have wished I could have dressed up as. Anyway, I was like, damn, I wish I could have been Donatello. Um, shit, that's tough. Mm, what's something that's this memorable? Probably Wolverine or a nigga from Star Wars. Mm. Any other OG trilogy like Obi Wan Kenobi or Luke Skywalker or Han Solo. Not Chewbacca because that shit would have been too hot and itchy, but somebody from the OG trilogy because I ain't never do none of that shit. I do have a favorite Halloween though. So I was like 13, and uh, this was like the last major holiday or event I got to spend with most of my friends from my neighborhood because everybody kind of moved away that year. And uh, just similar to what Lando was saying in one of his Halloween stories, we just went around the neighborhood like semi trick or treating because we was all too old. I was more like one of the younger people on my block. Everybody was closer to probably like Lando's age, like 17, 18 at that time. And uh, we just went around egging people's houses and putting ketchup and mustard on niggas' garages and car handles and shit and fucking, you know what I'm saying, getting candy from places. Because a lot of niggas at that point, they were down there screaming you like, man, you too old. Or you, you know, some people would have saying no costume on. Like, damn, you ain't got no costume on, bro. What's going on? And also, that was like the last time I seen one of my friends, Cedric. He ended up passing in a car accident like a, a week after that. So it was cool, like, to just have that memory. It was a fun time. Mm. I, don't, I think I was Chauncey Billups. That year, because <laughs> I didn't go to school that day, because I act like I was sick, and then my grandmother wasn't going to let me go trick-or-treat. I'm like, man, I want to go. I want to go out. I'm like, you ain't go to school today. I'm like, shit, I, I want a costume. They're like, y'all go pick me something up, like a mask or something. Like, you didn't go to school. And I had a, no, it was Rasheed Wallace. I had a Rasheed Wallace jersey in the crib, and I just threw that on. I actually, was just the Wallace brothers, because I had a old, like, hippie afro. I was like a mix of Wallace brothers. Rasheed with a Ben Wallace afro. <laughs> Who's egging niggas' houses. That nigga was bad. Will, do you got something you, you would have dressed up as on Um. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, neither, bro. I kind of... Like, as people dress up so much every day nowadays... It kind of took like the spark of like watching people get into the, these costumes on Halloween. They could dress up to go to like fucking the Lions game. 
Yeah, but I don't think we see that. Enough. I do have a question for Will, though. Given that you come from a bigger family, you know what I'm saying, a decent amount of siblings, were y'all forced to do group costumes? No. That's a blessing because we, we see a lot of pictures now of people who have to be certain things and people making their kids be certain things now, like it's people making their kids be Shannon Sharp and shit. Ain't no kid ass. <laughs> Shannon Sharp, so it's like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's funny, actually. <laughs> and I, it is funny. It was a funny picture, but it's like, damn, bro. Like, I gotta be Shannon Sharp for fucking for your retweets. Like, damn, bro. I can't even enjoy. I want to be Spider Man, bitch. Why the fuck I can't be Spider Man? You gotta be being Shannon Sharp for it. Yo. It's like, like you Shannon Sharp. Who is that? Nowadays, the internet Halloween. Like, I, I think I'm gonna just let my kid be whatever. I might pick one or two. It might be some shit. I just want that nigga to be because like, yeah, I, I ain't gonna. You ain't gotta go around that. Let's just take yeah, a picture real quick. I, I, I think that's funny. Yeah, like it was somebody in a mobile suit Gundam. I'm like, all right, I'll let my eye dress my kid up like a mobile suit. That's funny. No, he don't even get it. He fucking was not thought about when that show was around. Yeah, Especially funny. in the heyday. So it was like, he is in the costume. You dress your kid up like Steven A. That shit probably kind of funny. It is. Like, you get a personal chuckle, and yeah. then you put it on Instagram, everybody get a laugh out of it. But like, all right, let the little nigga be Batman. That's what he wanted to be. Yeah, yeah that's what he, he wanted. really wanted to be a Power Ranger, the green one. Yeah. Come Paw on, Patrol or some shit on Cat Nickelodeon. Yeah, that he I don't know be. nothing about <laughs> Henry Danger. I got a little cousin, so I know a little bit. But. Uh, be nice. We all been here before. Me and Lando have been here multiple times. Right, right. I want to talk to you. It's been kind of a tough run of weeks for you yeah. with the car um, and stuff. But right now, you ain't got no internet at the crib. Yeah. It's a, it's a difficult situation. Technical difficulties going on in the Winston household. I want you to walk us through there. Walk us to how it's been. I heard you read a couple newspapers and... And, uh, no, you had to, I don't you had do to no shit like that. <laughs> you had to get a map to figure out where you was going earlier, right? No, all right. So, our Wi-Fi work on my phone. Okay. So I got my phone. That's about it. Damn. Just I got the one thing that's been like a blessing in disguise, and like people don't probably know this, but like I'm a big movie buff. But like even on top of me being a big movie buff, I come from hoarders. Like my grandfather's a hoarder, and my mom don't get rid of shit. And we got, like, a huge DVD collection, like, massive between myself and my mom. And it's crazy because one thing that I know is, like, extremely common in probably our era of growing up, but you don't see as much now, is, like, how big our bootleg DVD collection is. And the shit that kind of took me back on this was, like, we got bootleg DVDs that go back to, like, 2000 literally like i seen breaking all the rules which is jamie fox and morris chestnut i got a revenge of the sift it's like you can still see the timestamps on the bootleg like so it it shit really just wild to me like going through some of that shit just like damn bro this movie is older than like some of my younger cousins and it's a bootleg <laughs> like that shit is crazy to me but just going through all that shit i've seen probably i could probably make a list on the worst movies ever made at this point I, I this I've just been watching movies and I try to stick to like action. I don't know. That's just really the genre that I kind of fuck with. Because it don't take much to just watch an action movie. Like it just be bad. Like instead of if you indulge your time in like a drama and that bitch suck, you just feel like damn, this is terrible. Like this fucked up. Who but this shit? <laughs> you watch an action movie like man, they blew that one nigga head off, but then you don't really know what the movie about. I think probably like my the most famous memory I have of that. I was in the seventh grade. I think also was in the second. Uh, we was on Foley, and we didn't have cable or or internet. Yeah, it was cable internet. It's back when like I think Net Zero internet. Shit, we didn't have that shit. 
So um, that whole week, I watched Barbershop. <laughs> I watched like a few of the Terminator. I watched Gladiator. Like I had a set schedule. Cause we also just talk about all the TV and shit we used to watch as just kids. But I came home. Had barbershop was a comedy, Gladiator, and then I went to sleep in like a war, uh, eight mile, and I and that was just my rotation for like that whole week. I'm just trying good. to think. Most of the times when we just ain't had internet, we also didn't have power. Yeah. So it was just like, damn, we don't got shit going yeah, on. So we just at school. Oh no no no! All right, one time, um, this is like right after our dad died, yeah, we didn't yeah. have internet, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like I remember, I was so sad. <laughs> That I would just I just sat on the couch in front of my mama until she would just like do something about it. Wait. Like I would sit I wouldn't play the game, I just sit there like look at her like you just gonna have me you gonna have me like this. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna hear that what the fuck you what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck are we doing? And she'd just look at me and like sometimes she'd look it was like a week. Sometimes she'd look and just get up and walk away. And then she came back down and I'd just be right there like, I ain't move. <laughs> I'm she still so- in there, right? I'm soaking in this. Yeah, shit. so I'm just and like you know like like, nowadays I do it, like, I'm upset. I, I look like a, huh. But like, back then, I used to be, huh. They just slowed <laughs> down. Like, I just was down bad as fuck. And, man, that shit was so funny. Like, thinking back, it was funny. Back then, it was a nightmare. But right yeah, now, Let me say that with, like, a hotel or some shit for, like, a, a week. <laughs> yeah, like, the, yeah, like, the next couple of days. Because yeah, that's how I got, it got to her at that point. Yeah. Like, me just sitting there, sad as hell in her face. It's just like, we got to go. We can't be here no more. Yeah, right yeah. now. Um, but, yeah, that was, uh, that's pretty much my internet Never have an internet, man. I was just shocked. Like, I, I can tell the story now, because I don't think people got this shit. I remember one time uh, we didn't have uh, we didn't have no power. And this is like we said we was growing up. I knew a guy who had a key to turn the power back on. So the guy come over with the key, turn our shit on, <laughs> and our shit is on. And like I said, a few weeks later, DT came. <laughs> they took that fucking key. Like I knew a guy who had a key for the power. He had a key for the water. I want to tell. It's a neighborhood dude. He had anything. I want to do the bill run at a negative when you just <laughs> when they turn your power off, but you yeah. Got- <laughs> so they look me. What the fuck? It's some usage right here. <laughs> hey, this but I missed. The, I think it's still the water key. I don't think they got the key. I think they fucked up the meter now. You can't use the key, but I missed that key. What a good kid, man. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew a nigga with all the kids. Yeah. Uh, will you ever just ha- not have internet for like two weeks? <laughs> Did you was you very bored during that two weeks? Um, I was always like doing like a sport or something like after school, so I don't really like. I remember like it was a point where we didn't have cable, but I I don't remember like. Like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I think I was just, like, coming home from school, like, eating wow. and then going to bed. Yeah, I guess we all got the TV today. Typical. Because no, me and Lando was talking, we, we watched so much wrestling. Yeah. That, like, not having cable was kind of fucked up. It was fucked up. Because back then, if you ain't had cable, you also didn't have basic cable. So, oh, damn, I don't got, I don't got nothing at all, dog. I can't watch that. Yeah, I remember people asking, man, man, you watch the game? Hell yeah, man, good game, dog. <laughs> Oh, I had to play it off, man. Hell yeah, man. Good game. Yeah. Or go over like Perry House or some shit and just, just watch the game. You, and was, you was too ashamed and sad. Oh, yeah. Back in middle school, yeah. You couldn't nah, say no lame ass shit like that. I remember niggas who didn't see Janet Jackson titty. You was the lamest nigga alive. You didn't see that. No, no. That was, <laughs> you was the lamest nigga alive. There was some niggas who just didn't watch it. Like, man, a titty popped up. Like, you seen the game last night? That shit was crazy. Niggas asked me what happened. 
Then some niggas I like, hey, no. Like one, I did miss that Super Bowl. Bad. Oh. Some niggas missed it. I remember because my dad had like a Super Bowl party like up in uh, like what's the name and I remember that. I what did. happened? You just didn't go downstairs to, with the party? or it just, just It was my dad's friends and like uh, I was just like, I'm cool on y'all. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know. I remember I missed that, and I, I think that was the Super Bowl that was here. No, it was the year before. I think. I missed that, and when Kobe scored eighty-one, I remember yeah, going to school the next day. Like, man, yeah, what a born, what a born last night. What do you guys do? Kobe Bryant scored eighty-one points. Did you see it? You just. I was crazy because I actually watched both of those things. And I remember specifically we had a little box TV like with a fat ass back on it in our kitchen. And me and my dad watched the first half. And he stayed not that far from us. He like, man, I'm going to stay until it's halftime. He watched that Super Bowl. And then he left. And I went upstairs. And I'm like, man, I don't really know if I want to watch the rest of this. But I watched it. And the titty popped out. And it was like, damn, this I made the right decision. Titty, I had you naked by the end of this song. <laughs> it was the right decision. I had you naked by the end of this song. And that was, we were in, me and Austin and Will were in third grade when that happened. Yeah. I, did, I, I didn't see the coach score 81 points. Uh, I think we had it all. No, yeah. I, I just probably didn't yeah, watch it. I really wasn't big into basketball like that. And then, like, really in school, nobody was super big into it like that. No, that, like, that definitely, that one went over a lot of people's heads. I was watching it specifically because I fucked with Jalen Rose heavy. And I, they had like Mo Pete and Jalen Rose, Detroit dude, Flintstone, and then it's Kobe. You know what I'm saying? At that point, I'm in the height of Kobe is the goat. Like I, Kobe's my guy, so I had to watch that. And I remember my dad. He, he called me and he told me like, "Man, they're gonna win this game." Man, like the, the the Lakers was in a close game at that point. Like it's a real good game. Like, I don't know. And he was cooking, but it's like you know, just to see that type of stuff is monumental. But definitely big moments. To the titty was was unfortunate if you ain't see that one because niggas really was on niggas' head. Like, man, man. Yeah, yeah, you could see it. Like, but it was just like man, images was a little weird because it edited like a star. Yeah, couldn't give you the full. Pure titty moment. Right. Man, that shit was 100% Janet Jackson titty. And it was like, we didn't know if it happened on purpose or not. It's like, man, she done oh, snuck a titty out. And then you you see, like, Justin Timber, like, hey, he ain't take no heat for that shit. He's like, nah, I ain't know nothing about that titty. Man, he now. didn't even look. He just, just, fuck it. Yeah. He said, hey, he, he was true to his words, man. I'm mean, hey, you made it by the end of this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie, TV. Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Uh, also, shout out, well, not necessarily a shout out, but, you know, just prayers up for Reggie Bullock, man. He's lost another sibling to violence in Baltimore. Uh, second sister just got killed. So it's just an unfortunate situation for him, man. He was a Tar Heel. That's one of my favorite colleges and uh, a one-time Piston. So, you know, just sending support to him. And also, you know, Dennis Smith Jr., who it's people happy, are, right? are booing right now, unfortunately, and the Knicks fan base. Oh, but now you boo keep him. playing five minutes a you game, man. That's tough, him. dog. It's you tough. boo him. It's you feel bad for his stepmom. Yeah, but, but you boo him. You booing a nigga who you know you don't know he just lost somebody, but he lost somebody. And the nigga battling for minutes with Alfred Payton and Frank Nilakina. I said, bo. He yeah. giving them nothing. Well, Maybe I don't want to be there. In five minutes, and he don't. I wouldn't want to be there neither. But in five minutes, <laughs> you play with like four of the power forwards at one time. That's a point guard nightmare. Yeah, yeah but. Yeah. You boo him. I mean, you just boo the Knicks. You don't boo that nigga. They were saying Frank, Frank. Man, it's like you Frank rooting. Sucks. That's what you rooting for Frank Nilakina. He garbage. He played good in the, the world basketball shit. Boo him. Yeah. So boo that. Uh, man. Also, rest in peace, John Conyers, man. Detroit legend, civil rights activist. 
Rest in peace. He passed away last week. Thank you, me. Um, I saw Black and Blue. Probably the worst movie. Of rest in peace to Black and Blue. Yeah, rest in peace to Black. So rest in peace to Tyrese career. If he's not doing Fast and Furious, not another one coming out. And they got Cardi B in it too. Yeah, I'm saying if he's not doing that, yeah, he, he shouldn't do, do another movie. Tyrese, it, it's tough. <laughs> He got, he got some four brothers ain't bad. Four brothers ain't bad. And baby then that uh, baby, baby, baby boy, no, deep was trash when it came out. Yeah, though, that shit was when it came out. It, 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 it aged real bad. It ain't his fault though. It was yeah, a game not, for. It was a few people for. It was a making bad good movie. shitty. Lawrence Tate was in like a bad spot back then. He wasn't. I forgot Lawrence Tate. That movie's terrible. It ain't Tyrese's fault. Tyrese was in that nap. It was Tyrese's fault for this. Black and blue was actually not his fault at all. He didn't help at all. Uh, any one of us could have been his character. Oh, of course. Um, now, Tyrese's problem is that he he made the wrong enemies, and now he's struggling to get work. Yeah, if you got beef with The Rock, you just got a beef. That's the nigga who's in every movie. The Rock could have been in Black and Blue. Maybe. If Rock was in Black and Blue, it would have been a crazy movie. He could have been uh, Mike Coulter. I think Luke that's his Cage, name. Yeah, Luke Cage. Could have. No, he couldn't have been him. Luke Cage shouldn't have been him. But he couldn't have <laughs> been him either. No, that, yeah, like that was a dude. I think he was the only person who knew this movie ain't shit. I know. I think they all knew. No. Now the, the girl, she thought that was the a good movie. That was a big but she, this her, yeah, she was like, <laughs> this is this a movie. That's the only person I've seen promoted. I think I see Tyrese do one sway interview, but they didn't even talk about. We got to stop doing that too, so, man. Because like I, I said this, my little cousin was in that movie with Taraji Pinson, primary. We got to stop singling out people as the next thing or breaking modes. When you see a female woman, you know what I'm saying? A woman is in a lead character role as an af- uh, a, a action character. We got to stop that shit if the film ain't good, bro. Because. Them been bad movies. Yeah, then that just. But then some fucking nigga look like she's still. Nah, but that, yeah, but that movie was ass. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but like Black and Blue was just bad. And like I heard, like it was some girl told our friend Kaya. Yeah, our friend Kaya. Hmm. She she got uh she got bad, bad sources. She got bad taste in movies. Too. She got bad taste in a lot of stuff, yeah. but definitely movies. Bad also. sources. Um, her friend told her it was a nine. That movie was a nine. A one. That movie was a bad movie. Like it was bad on levels where it's like I can't even really tell y'all what happened. I can tell y'all exactly what happened, but I can't tell y'all anything outside the basic summary of the movie. I, I mean, to start the problems off, they got nothing but B list and C list actors. Who like, the, the best actor in there is probably Frank Gallo. Is that the white dude? That's the nigga from the Avengers. Right, the dude. No, he from the Captain America movies. Though, yeah, right? I mean, it's all the same yeah, shit. Yeah, he that dude. Yeah. He also was kind of acting like... Uh, yeah, he asked. He's he not asked. a good actor. He was kind of acting like, uh, you know, I know this movie kind of asked too. Like, that, him and Luke Cage was in on the right, like, this ain't a good movie. Then they had some black dude. I don't know who the fuck he was. Then they had old girl and Tyrese. They had my baby in there, too, man. The Fessa Williams. She Black probably Lightning. was her sister. She probably was. A, I guess she had a sister. Yeah, she was doing everything bad, huh? I mean, she. This was. If you signed up for this movie, I, I hope they. I mean, she. St- her hard. big break was Streets with Meek Mill, so she coming up. Yeah. I'm fucking with Nefessa. Black Lightning is terrible. Man. She was in Streets, Lando. I never. I always saw that shit on uh, Netflix. You should have watched it. Shit. Nah, Streets. When Black I say Meek Mill, Streets. Meek Mill face. Black Lightning the Black and Blue. Yeah. Uh, what's her next leap? Like, what what next movie do you think, like... All-American or some bullshit like that. I don't know. She can just keep going back. Yeah. No, no, these niggas kind of like All-American. Yeah. I think they're probably the next day, bro. Yeah, I, it's nothing more I can say about Black and Blue. Cheap. Well, let's, let's go to TV, because I think... Don't we see Gemini Man. Fuck Gemini Man. Oh, what? Well, I might go to the movies this weekend. James Holland Bob got a movie. I still haven't saw that. 
Harriet Tubb is coming out this weekend, so I might, I'm gonna go see that. But Jerry, I mean, uh, Gemini Man came out like two weeks ago. I'm not going to see Gemini Man, man. I, why I do you want to see Harriet Tubman movie? Yeah, why who is directing that? And what That's what I'm saying. Is it made okay. by black people? Yeah. I don't think it's made by black people. Where you going to see it? Oh, oh, Gemini Man stars Will Smith. Yeah, Gemini Man stars Will Smith fighting Will Smith. I also even read my Harriet Tubman. I love Harriet Tubman. I think she's one of the greatest Americans of all time. So yeah, I'm going to support her. Is her story going to be told like the Well, it's never going to be told. Well, I've seen a play of it, so I don't know if it's told like that type of way. I haven't seen it yet. I've heard good reviews, but I heard some people saying that Comcast is behind it. And it's like a boycott behind that. What about the twenty dollars? They don't even want us to have stars. Yeah, she's gonna be on twenty dollars. So she's gonna be on twenty dollars though. I think it's coming in two years. But look, mm. I, two I, years. I, this shit got announced listen, four years ago. I know. It's listen. all you need to know about Harriet Tubman news. Yeah, look, Harriet Tubman is a. I think she's the greatest American ever lived. If I'm, a, if I can go see Spider Man, I can go see Harriet Tubman. What? That's just it. If you can go see Spider Man, you say, oh, you're saying that hero's the same. Yeah, hero. I can go see a hero. I'm gonna go see Harriet Tubman. Now, I, I, I'll give you a full I ain't never seen no black this. person getting lynched in Spider-Man. Never knew. I never seen Spider-Man free 80 slaves, though, neither. No, I neither. She's a better hero. I mean, you gotta take the good with the bad. I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I'd rather see a nigga saving some just random people than see some black people getting lynched. No, bro, but you gotta know your history. I problem. know my history. I just don't want to see it. People that don't know their history, don't care, don't don't even know shit is this. Spider-Man didn't break a girl neck. Yeah, he did. I think it was another scene. Yeah, it was some other scene. In the old that was Spider-Man a bad movie. That shit don't count. He's not Spider-Man. That shit don't count. I'm just saying. It's a nigga in a suit. I, I want Peter Parker to die. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was a bad movie. Do that count as lynching, though? Spider-Man breaking that girl's neck. That's not a, a lynching. Is a nigga tying you up. Yeah, she ain't break her neck. I don't think so, she cracked her skull. Well, yeah, I, I'm gonna go check out those movies. And I'm gonna support. She black. died from the skull. I do. I do. Hey, you do make a point about. I think the actors are like British, and I'm. I'm kind of getting. I'm saying. I am kind of getting tired. That they are great actors. Cause they grow up acting from time. You can't name a good young American actor. They don't exist. They don't exist. Yeah, it's looking bad. Like they, all the got, British, they all got the British accent. and yeah. they speaking some good American accent. It, exactly. That I do have a problem with. But it I'm, sound I'm like me. Sound like me. But I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to try to check out JSL Bob maybe this weekend. But TV shows, man, Watchmen got me hooked, man. And Regina King is the next female. You just talk next female action star? She is a female action star. It's good. It's really, really good. Um, but hey, TV and she keep killing. She won an Emmy last, last year for that seven second shit. But, yeah, she's killing it right now. The show is really good. It's one of my favorite I mean, shows right Regina now. I mean, Regina King has always been, like, underrated. Though. Underrated. So and no, she's getting her dudes right now. She's definitely getting her dudes. The show is good. It's going deep into the Watchmen uh, story. The next episode, it's, uh, I think Dr. Manhattan will be making an appearance. So, I'm, I'm hooked on it. I haven't watched it yet. But I, I think just going back to that, like, you know, the, the things that we kind of chimed in on. The, the girl from Black and Blue, this was supposed to be our big break. She's a little bit more improving. And then even Tarazi. She has seen her rise in like our adultness. Like we, you know, she wasn't really acting before we was like nine years old or something like that. Like Regina King was acting before I was born, right, right. so she like a vet in this. So yeah, that's yeah. not necessarily a She's surprising, a but it's you know just good to see that from multiple aspects of being a black person and being like a comic fan that this is a good thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like you, say, you, you don't want to see these things fall. Like even with us making jokes about DC, we don't want to see DC be bad. Like, this, you don't want to see that hey, struggle. Listen, they did the right thing by making this into a, a TV show. Uh, Hood of Justice, I don't even know too much about them. They're saying it might be the old black dude and shit like that. So, that is cool. I think HBO, is hit, they hit this one off the park. This, this one's going to work. 
I mean, HBO always has the the foresight of shows coming out hot. It's right, right. Now at this point, can it stand the the, the task of time? And that was a perfect transition because Dave and Dan, the writers of Game of Thrones, the last season, they just got fired from the Star Wars. They didn't get fired. They but left. It, no, they might got well, pushed a no, little no, bit. Yeah, they got pushed <laughs> out. They got, got pushed, pushed out. a little bit. And they signed a deal with Netflix, like a hundred million dollar deal. So I guess they're gonna do stuff over there. But Game of Thrones is coming out with the House of Dragons. George R. R. Martin, hands on. They got the director from uh, from the Battle of the Bastards. I'm excited about it. Because I always, Aegon and the Dance of the Dragons were always like my favorite story in the Game of Thrones. And, and they're going to tell that. So I want to see how they do this. I think that you'll have a hard time roping in a lot of people. No, it's, I don't think I'm not, so. I'm not saying, because, like, the, I'm not saying the massiveness, but yeah. like people like Austin's clan, the, no, his disciples. But no, but they, 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 came, on, they came on late. I'm, to the party. That's a, I'm talking about like that's a, a large aspect. And also, a part of that too. The game, but. The Game of Thrones community have been hitting me up. They excited about this. I mean, yeah, the yeah, niggas that cosplay, you can't get rid of them. They're oh, too yeah. far in. They're they going to be there. I'm not looking forward to this at all. I take no happiness. <laughs> Just like I, I'm not happy that the Golden State Warriors are getting their ass beat on a, on a daily, nightly basis. Every night, daily, nightly, every night. I don't take any joy of them niggas getting fired from that shit, dog. They ruined Game of Thrones. That shit was bad. She was bowl of them. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, George R. R. Martin, he hands on with this. How about you finish the books? Finish your fucking books. And he hands yeah. on with them, them his books. There ain't but nobody else's shit. I don't think the, book, I don't think the books are going to get finished. That's what I'm saying. I'm How do you think enough. the show going to get finished? You're going to hand this off to somebody else. They're going to fuck it up again. This thing is a... Well, no. Why? The Most reason, of these books are done. The reason why, reason, why he can't, <laughs> reason why they can't fuck this up is that the story is already made and told. So that's the thing they're going through. We don't know what was supposed to happen at the end. And that's why David did. Fucked it up, oh, but this story is already made in tone. I don't see this. I don't want to see so. Duncan and the Egg. I don't want to see no. None that, that shit. That's not coming out. But, I don't uh, want to see none of that shit. The Egg got drag. I'm ready to see it. It's a lot of buzz around it. I can't wait. Now how many dragons are gonna be? It was too expensive for one nigga to hug a a, well, a dog last well, year. For what they said is, it's supposed to start off with Aegon and sisters and they dragons at first, and then it's gonna spread out to, to see. So it's gonna be a bunch of dragons. I hope so. But like Austin said, with the way money is, I just I just think Dave and them use that as an excuse. But the way money is and shit like that, who knows? But it's probably gonna be episodes you see a dragon, episodes you don't. So that was that. Um, Push your head like Ghost did, Tasha. Good segue. Power. I'm actually excited for the next episode, man. And it's a bad listen. It's so bad. I'm not caught up. It's so bad that it's entertaining, man. That was a very entertaining episode, man. It's just funny. The mush. The, the hold down, the argument with his son, the, the Tommy killing somebody scene is so bad that it's hilarious, man. It, and I just can't wait for it, man. I, ain't, I don't watch Power. And some things you just watch, I'm like, maybe I'll watch this like later in my life. No. I don't think I'm ever going to watch Power. No, no, don't, don't. I don't, don't. think I, I'm just not, you know. Yeah. It's not me. Power but, is like probably the most overrated show I've ever watched. At this point in time, is it, it, it flundered. And crumbled from beneath itself, which is crazy. Like, it had a lot of promise and a, a strong lead character. And acting wise, you know, as he fit the bill of what you believed or what you were told Ghost was. I feel like Omari Hardwood embodied that completely and it was believable. And then you had what could be a great number two in Tommy. The the rest of the cast, outside of like the kids, it was seemed well-rounded early on with the, the different connections they had with the, the Mexican guys and some of the underbosses that they've had on the show. But 
they have the worst writers when it comes to pulling everything together. Like, it, it's terrible. But, bro, listen, I and I agree with what you're saying. It's people that fucking, like, Akaya, it's people like that who fucking love this show. I mean, but that's and the same thing where you have people who's, it's like Austin has said with Transformers. You have people whose tastes are catered to certain things, and they're easily yeah. impressed. Like you said, like, the writing's been very bad. The storytelling's been very bad. But how funny it is. It's just like, Ghost is in the club, truth. Nobody else is in there for the whole day. He's just right. in there drinking by himself. Like, you don't see no business going on. All. It, this is funny. This is funny. I mean, but I, 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 can't wait to I grew up around my father watching The Wire and watching S.H.I.E.L.D. and watching the actual dramatized shows like Law & Order at one point, which right. was a good show. All these different shows, The Sopranos, I've seen some of I haven't finished. Yeah, my father sure. watched Game of Thrones. So there's different shows that I've grown up around watching and knowing different segments of, all right, this might not have ended the best way because if we... As we talked about previously, it's hard to completely bring a show together. I, I feel like The Wire, the last season was pretty bad. It was. It was bad. But it's it like it I said, that is it's tough to bring Same everything together. Same thing Sopranos. Yeah. I, I didn't like the It's, it's hard to, to mask everything under one umbrella when you start to branch out too far. You know right. what I'm saying? When you bring in new elements which give you new life, but at the same token can make it tougher to like bring everything together with, like you say, in the wire, they brought those younger generation in, and that wasn't necessarily the same story. Yeah, like, yeah. it didn't have the same feel of, you know what I'm saying, the the Barksdales versus Marlo. It didn't matter as much. And then you, you killed off a guy like Omar to where it was like, who's a villain? You know what I'm saying? It, it didn't make, like, no, no drug dealers are having big-ass roundtable leads. Yeah. Like, that type of shit just ain't going on. But, Listen, with power, I just want to see how more ridiculous it can get. And it's got to the ridiculous scale, and it's just it's just a comedy now. It's just definitely a parody comedy, and it's uh, it's funny. I think the next show, uh, The Affair, is finally wrapping up, series finale. Kind of ended it pretty well, so that's pretty good. I think that's I think that might be it for TV. I think it's nothing else, TV. Pretty much it. Yeah, I think that's, that's about that's pretty much it for the week. I mean, music. Oh man, Jesus King! Let's get, I want to get your take, Piccolo. What's what's how, how you feeling, man? Yeah, well, tell us what your thoughts and opinions are on Jesus, this King. Um, the production is good. Some of the songs aren't that good it's kind of like um a kanye album so it's like good and it has like some stuff that you might not agree because of like the hoopla and like distractedness around like kanye i guess so um I think, like, in order to be fair, uh, separate, like, um, the album from, like, Kanye. But then you can also include that, too, which is, like, uh, a different conversation, which would require, like, a different tone and just, like, how was the album type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think we can separate this, man. <clears throat> I think... At some point, like we see the artists. No, I wasn't trying to. I was just. You said how Jesus came. Right, right, right. Like not how how you feel about Kanye. Right, right, right. I I can't like I said I can't separate the two at at this point. Like I said, he, he's on crazy stuff. It was. A, I'm not gonna say it was trash because I it it wasn't trash. Like people are calling it trash garbage. It, it wasn't. It was okay. It definitely didn't hold over the test of time. I won't listen to it. 
ever again. And just certain gimmicks just just kind of run out, man. Like I just it's almost kind of like we talked about with the other like pyramid scheme. I just want to see how long he takes this gospel church vibe. Like I don't know how long this is gonna be, and I and I just don't like seeing people profit off of something I don't feel is real. I don't I don't believe that he's changed like this. I don't. And definitely when you hear him throughout his interview, it's just so much contradiction going back and forth, man. It's just he can sell anything to anybody. But I got um because that's like an interesting concept to like form like a strong like bias over is people profiting off like something that might be disingenuous or like like that's the whole like problem with like capitalism and right. like a lot of ways that I don't feel is like fair to like credit Kanye with like discovering like he oh you wanna eat starting it I think it's more of the culture and that like fosters behavior that Kanye is just demonstrating. Nah, I agree with that. I think he just was saying that it's more of a sensitive <clears throat> light because it's like religion is tied into it not as necessarily because we all everybody kind of toy we just seen jay-z for you know all intents and purposes kind of use black lives matter and you know racial injustice to make a bag off the nfl to some degree and i won't say that's necessarily what happened but to this point in time it kind of looked like that's what happened and we've seen that time and time again where certain players or people in power have done things for not necessarily the right, you know, situation or have tried to profit off of situations they they masked a certain way. I think with Kanye is it's it's twofold because you see on one okay, hand I didn't I didn't I didn't have much conversation with people about like the Jay Z thing. But and with Jay Z's like history included, was it that obvious of like a money grab or just something that didn't go or roll out the way like they executed like it was supposed to. I think he hasn't like, shown himself to be that. Yeah. The no, thing, uh, rather than the intention of what was yeah. trying to get Everything done. that Jay Z does is calculated. Yeah. Everything. Every move that he's done in the past um, to his rollout with King. But not mistake free though. Just because you like prepare for something don't mean. Nah, I think he mean calculated in a way where he knows. Everything. He's trying to capitalize yeah. on everything. He's trying to make it. It's monetize things. Monetize back for himself. So he did that with the NFL move. He did that with something like his. I mean, but definitely you can with the say, you can say like, like it's monetization, but it's also like bringing like conversation. Because even like what he did with like the the uh, guy that went to jail, the Cordell Brown. Yeah. Like, like that was that was still like a thing, but it was, it was also thing. but he made a documentary like philanthropy more he, than he like, made a documentary from it. Yeah, that made a lot of money. Yeah. He got awards from a important story. Yeah, so it's important story dialogue. That's all that that like is that that like is like like the money and everything associated with that project was like a, a bonus or like deserving. Like he donated to the family. Like. He took care of like everything, like so. Like it wasn't like he just made the money off. Like this might be cool. Like it was also a passion, like important to like. Type it's thing. it's hard to kind of give like comparable things, but like because of time difference, one thing mentally I was kind of thinking about is like in the nineties, Tupac would hold rallies. Mm-hmm. Like he was very hands on with incorporating what thug life was, and he would go speak to like actual politicians. He would go to these type of board meetings. And, like, you don't see Hove, like, and it, like I said, it's hard because of his priority as a person, who he is, 
hands on as much. Like Hov will, will secretly give some people some money or pay some, you know what I'm saying, like like criminal stuff off of people or try to get people lawyers and stuff like that. But like Lando said, on the back end, it always seems like he gonna get his money back anyways. To where he drops a documentary or even just stuff that doesn't have to do with like racial injustice. Like in early two thousands, he took the job as Def Jam's president to increase his equity as a person. Right. Like and he held back DMX's career. LL Cool J left the label because he wasn't pushing his albums. He had several issues with uh, with uh, Cameron and people that were signed under the imprint because he didn't do that because he thought he had the best interest of, I'm a good president. It's like, no, nah, Jay-Z can benefit from this. And it's like, even with this NFL thing, we seen him literally tell Jermaine Dupri to not do a similar deal. Like, you know what I'm saying, where they was going to give him an imprint of how he could do certain things. Not necessarily with racial stuff behind it, but just like he can coordinate stuff from the NFL. And he told him, don't do that. And that, that shit make it look kind of fishy where it's like, they just go, I was going to do the same shit. And now I can't do it, but then you can do it. How do you know you're a better person than me? And then my thing is, I haven't heard no dialogue since he did that NFL type deal. I haven't heard nothing. And from what I hear, it's like Shakira is yeah. performing at the Super Bowl. So he signed a deal so we get Sha- Shakira at the Super Bowl. And it's a, a whole season. Like, and then he, we in week nine. Another thing about, yeah, he started selling merchandise. Like, justice merchandise and stuff. So it seemed like he, what Kaepernick did, He's profiting off that. And, like, you know, listen, I love Jay-Z. I think he's one, two, greatest rapper alive. But he does the same thing as Kanye where they, they take in these, these type of lanes that can benefit, that can also very benefit them. And, uh, you know. It's, it's, it's not that bad when good things come to those who are in need. But it's like if you see those people start to get screwed over even more, like cut out, then it's like, damn, bro, you ain't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't help at all. I think that's kind of the thing with Kanye where it's like he could be really finding the Lord. Like some of the things that I've heard him say in some of these interviews, because you got to take certain things with a grain of salt. But if you can piece together like common traits or things that you tend to believe as you pay attention to people, like Kanye talked about his addiction to sex, you know what I'm saying, and that being his coping mechanism. I believe that might be true. And some of the things we've seen him go through as far as with alcohol and, you know what I'm saying, with the women he's been around and bad decisions he's made, I believe that some of that stuff can be true and it could have you know, led him to other demons. Like, Kanye can have other stuff just going on. Or even him saying, like, you know, he go to Drake house and leave his phone number. All that stuff is, like... That's weird, man. That's, but that's like, what I'm saying. It's, 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 to me, it's like he's going through the process of healing. He's not healed yet, as he's claiming to be. Why and I so, think that's what he's it is. He's just so obsessed with dude, bro. Yeah, I mean, but he, all, he talked about that with saying Lodo as, as far as, like, his ego and having addictions and, you know what I'm saying not being complacent in certain levels to where he talked about in hip-hop, you know what I'm saying, where he, you know, Drake mentioned, like Kanye told me, Calabas is not big enough for both of us. So, yeah. to him, it's tough to be in a situation where, one thing I've always said about Drake, and it's been consistent, and it goes back to certain dumb lines that we hear about Drake, where, like, people point out the, you know, I got so many chains, they call me Channing Tatum or some shit like that. It's like, this is a shitty line, but Drake kind of make everything sound cool, and at one point, Kanye was that person. And it's tough to have that more than anything kind of snatched from up under you. To where you're not just like a like a Jaded Kiss or a DMX or somebody who kind of fell from the graces because time passed them. Like, you was the guy. Now you're not that guy no more. Like, that's tough. But I think a lot of that has to do with on him. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like, and I'm, that could be even tougher. Like, if nobody took something from you, you just kind of lost it. It's like, shit, that could be even worse on you. I mean, but what, what is he losing, though? I mean, like his he, his he, position. He talked about even being in debt, like serious, serious debt. 
like over the last few years. He said God blessed him with that though. He said God yeah, before he was he was yeah. he was rocking with the Lord as he is now. He's thirty five million in debt after making one hundred fifteen million, and now he just got sixty eight million in tax returns. Yeah, so he said the Lord did that to him or for him. Kim K and stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff that goes through it, but yeah. Also, I, don't, I think I ain't lying a little bit too, man. Yeah, I think he, so, he talked I think to... He talked to... He was on... Is it Jimmy Kimmel? He was yeah. on the Jimmy Kimmel show, I believe, and he was talking to a guy who had just won like the lottery for like $230 million or something like that. He was telling him like what he should invest in. He's like, I see you, you know what I'm saying? We get entrenched with certain things like you got on a Gucci jacket. You know, I get it. You want to look nice. He's like, I got on a cheap-ass hoodie right now, but like I got... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 12,000 acres in Wyoming of land. Like, I want to invest in land. And he was telling him, like, I got on this cheap hoodie and I'm a billionaire. I'm like, I don't think I ain't no billionaire. It's like, well, where did that happen? I don't know about this yeah, shit. Man, that's yeah, he said, go then. And that Wyoming shit, he talked about factories. Like, oh, the land out there is really cheap. Exactly. That was the thing that didn't really make sense to me where he brought that up. It's like, anybody going to land in Wyoming? <laughs> <laughs> nothing but land out there. Damn it! Don't pay too much tax, and, that, and that's why the whole Wyoming shit is like, okay, now nah, I get it. Like I get why you're doing that shit. It's just I, I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm doing him as a as a person. He is a musical genius. I, I I thought this was just okay. I thought it was pretty solid. I think it was bad. Uh, most of the songs were pretty cool. Um, I like songs like Follow God. God. Follow God. I like the song with uh, Kenny G. Um, Push the T. Mm-hmm. The clips no, they they could have they could have won. Like, like most of it is like, it just didn't have no feeling. Like I feel like regular music, you don't gotta have a feeling. But I feel like gospel music kind of got that. You gotta have, you gotta be able to feel something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you got like, a Kirk Kirk Franklin coming out with a stomp, and yeah, somebody yeah. give you a little, and you just bounce with it. Right, you know like even like we, we laugh at the uh, "I Need You Now" yeah. song, but that. <laughs> We were talking you you listen to that song yeah. a good person singing and you like oh man it's hey. you know what I'm saying like I, some I, smoky hey. Norfolk or yeah. you know what I'm saying it's like you can feel something in it and I think that was lost on every song kind of like none except for God is I think and that was the only song I really felt like he was on some like he was speaking his truth yeah like I'm in the booth and I'm just I'm 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 feeling it right now like none of these songs you will ever catch I mean nobody really felt like they was genuine either. I feel like at a certain point, even Will kind of pointed that out earlier. It was like, and the, you speaking about Chick Fil A and the gospel song. That sound was just bad. <laughs> what I'm saying is like, it don't feel good. Yeah, the, the beat was nice. Like, that song was just bad, and most of the beats was real good. Like that's why, I like most of the production, everything was just was spot on. I don't say ain't like yeah, some yeah, of the it, production. It, it could have been mixed a lot better. Well, I mean, I ain't gonna never say nothing, nothing like that because I don't. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't really know that side of the business at all to really be. And I don't know what somebody. It. Yeah, like I said, I don't, you don't know if that's somebody preference or not. <laughs> yeah. like, so it's like. I just thought like I didn't feel nothing, and like two letters. I probably won't listen to this shit like too much longer. <laughs> like maybe like I give a I, I I saved a couple songs to my playlist, but every now and again. I mean to be honest. When the last time that you actually bumped the Kanye album? That's what I was about to say. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not too much. I, mean, shit. I and, listen to on that. One. And is it really particular to Kanye too? I know this album that's coming up, but how many albums do you like go to that's recently that no. you like pick no. songs off and like? I'm gonna stick with this for a while. So a couple songs, a couple songs like Port of I mean, Miami, Miami too. I, I still bumped up. Akon new album. I think I when it comes to older shit, like I still listen to a decent amount of Travis Scott stuff. Like, like if I had to go from Birds of Travis and Brian McKnight, I'd listen to like probably four or five songs. Right, I'm gonna stop you right there. Because <laughs> when was the last time Travis Travis Scott album is how old? 
it's like I'm yeah. talking Burns and Scott seeing Burn every night. That's like that came out like five years ago. Yeah, and that that just answered everything I need to know. What do you mean? Because you was like, yeah, I still listen to albums. Like, nah, he's saying that was a long ass time since you've done that. If that was the last one, no, I'm saying that's one. I mean, I was still listening to Kid Cudi album. That shit came yeah, out yeah. 2008. Like, I ain't. I'm saying like that's a. Yeah. I mean, that's so you saying they've lasted the ten? All right, you yeah. listen to albums. I got nostalgic albums that like I listen to too. But as far as like recent like projects, because we talking about Jesus King, right. like of new albums and the way like people consume. Y'all saying the same thing basically from this year? Like, from this year? Are we going? Let's go from this year. Um, I mean, personally, I don't listen to whole albums. I I listen to shit differently. Like I like stuff that resonates with me. So one thing, and this kind of go back to what Austin was saying, is like feeling. I don't really care what you're talking about if I can feel your pain, because that's something I feel like kind of resonate with me. I've been listening to NBA YoungBoy album like nonstop a lot, because I feel like even if you don't either agree or know what he's talking about. He's somebody to give you himself on every song. Like, you know this is... He really, like... He got a song on there called Lonely Child, which is very popular right now. And it's crazy because you wouldn't expect this many people to kind of resonate with a song where they talking about being alone and, like, not having nobody for them. But a lot of people fucking with this song heavy. But just to that degree, on every song, you kind of feel who Youngboy is. Like, it's somebody who kind of seemed like a lost little kid. Like, he going through trials and tribulations of... He'd been famous since he was 16. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you feel that every time, and that resonates with me to where I can harmonize with these songs and they got the same kind of tempo and beat to where I like that shit. But it's not like this is the greatest music ever to where you do, do hear other albums to where maybe the content might be a little bit better, but it don't got the same feeling. Like, you don't, you're not drawing me in. always blurry and skewed to me. Yeah. Like, even like when you're saying that, and I like, that's cool, like, shout-out to NBA Youngboy, and he, like, doing all these millions of records, like, all the time, and number ones, and, like, type shit like that. But, like, the merit between, like, 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 praising music off, like, the merit of it, rather than, like, um, like, all the extraness, like, associated with, like, an artist, rather mm-hmm. than just merit off solely, like, 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 but it's good music, quali- like quality yeah. and merit, like off that. Like, I mean, but that's that's the thing that I, I wanted to to paint with that is because there's somebody out here who think Kevin Gates got the best album. So it's like it's it's different between people to where what you're looking for in music is different. Like that's more so when I get to because it's like you could think Kanye West is the greatest because you like production and that's what you look for in quality. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to like somebody out there think Rhapsody got the best album. Because our lyrics is dope, and I fuck with Rhapsody Heavy. But it's just like everybody is looking for something different. So these type of arguments will always be gauged a weird way because we all kind of looking for different shit. I think I look at just replayability. Like even with her album, it was good, but I, I ain't going back to I it. I mean, but that's the same thing I'm saying. Like you looking for a certain thing in music right, right. to where you wouldn't listen to an NBA Youngboy. No, that's what I'm saying. So it's like the shit you looking for in music is different, but you listen to Jadakiss. Didn't Jadakiss drop or Styles P? You listen to Styles P? I didn't listen to that. Styles P, you can listen to NBA Youngboy. Really? Yeah, they be on the same type. They make you feel the same way. And that's what I'm saying. To Lando's point, I think his older generation is is him hearing music a certain way to where they didn't harmonize as much in music to where he can't even hear it yeah but that i I do agree what you're saying to where a styles p and even like the chic lucian that that whole era of new york and why you know dmx is one of my favorite artists is because it is a lot of pain in that so i do agree what he's saying but like i understand that at your age 
and your preference of music, it wasn't nobody singing and harmonizing and all that. No, Most people do like, I, but they wasn't. No, I'm saying like as rappers, to where some oh. dude is talking about shooting and killing was, you, and it's I like it's kind of. Still be listening to Craig David shit like that. Like he's like, not talking about shooting. I'm oh, saying like the, the like the closest to that like type that. of shit is like the slurred flows of like juvenile and yeah, like, that's word. cool. But I just not not the songs not they not they just not they not good to me. That's what I just feel like. It's a lot of songs too, but every now and then, like, cause I don't listen to like everything, right, right. but like some stuff is cool, like. It, but it, I can't see how you can, cause so much music. And music come at you way too much, yeah, right? Yeah. That's too 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 much, and yeah. everything you start to build the idea and craft on a, a larger scale. That everything sound the same. Like in the nineties, you can mask that your last album sound just like your new album because they came out two years apart. Like niggas just happy you release them, but now it's right. like you release four yeah, mixtapes. Yeah, in two weeks. you release four mixtapes in a year, and it's like damn, bro, I just listened to one bit. <laughs> this shit all time. Like, I haven't listened to NBA Youngboy. Not even on some. I don't even like the nigga type shit. I really just don't got time. Like I don't yeah. got time to listen to this one, and it'd be kind of old. It's like, oh shit, Monster just came back Damn. out. Maybe I should go listen to that. Or, you know, because oh, I've just been listening to like Young Thug album every now and again. I, I try not to even like try to overload myself with a bunch of music. Like, I'm never out here searching and finding Damn. new shit. I kind of just let it come to me in a way where it's like, I'm not. I'm not like the snob music. Oh, you ain't up to this. Or you ain't up to that. Like, even like some new shit to come out and just do that work. We had talk about it. And like, you heard this. And I'd be like, ah, I'd probably go listen to it on break. And I don't. And it's like, I, I don't feel bad about that at all. Because then next week, he going to ask me that I listen to this. And I'm like, no, I probably ain't going to listen to that neither. So I think I'm so opposite of what Austin was saying and kind of what Lando was saying, too, with, like, routines of him saying, you know, I still listen to Kid Cudi album or him making playlists. I literally would just go listen to whatever is new for just because I want to have that variety of, like, this artist could be dope. Or this could be newer. Even like with R&B, I'll go listen to certain playlists that Apple produces to find somebody that's new. Because there could be somebody where like you, man, this dude is amazing. Or this person is amazing. And it just opens you up to different music. And I like that. You know what I'm saying? Capabilities to where it's not nothing really holding you back. As opposed think, to just kind of being locked I in. I think Spur is overrated. A little bit. I like TDE and I like all that thing. But like it's only because like that, like the music might be cool if I heard it in the background. But it's also like the interviews where he was like, "Yeah, you ain't know it was a shit, nah." Yeah, like, like he, he, sir, he is kind of you know sir, like rubbing people me, a certain way. But I, I just think even like with Austin mentioning Monster, I was never a fan of Monster, and that's gonna sound crazy to people. Anybody who listened to this, I was never a fan, and it's primarily because. I was a real future fan before Monster came out, like Pluto, Astronaut Status, and that shit sounded totally different. And I know personally, like, I think one of the bigger things that people don't really know themselves that well, I know I don't like change. It's like when shit started to be a little different, it's like, uh, it's, it's like niggas right now talking about Wendy's barbecue sauce. Niggas don't fuck with that shit, you know? <laughs> it's changed that shit, and they like, man, what happened? They changed the fries. So I know personally, I'm one of them niggas. I don't like change that much. So it's like when I can tell a certain difference is too much, Get a little weird for me. And even like I've talked to Austin about this. I spoke about it on the podcast previously. 808s and Heartbreaks was like a big thing for me. Like I was like, man, I'm not fucking with this shit. This shit weird <laughs> as fuck. Kanye, this ain't it, bro. What Love Lockdown. I seen all these these crusty niggas in the video. I'm like, man, what is this shit? You singing. This drum line is crazy. But you singing. What you doing? What's going on here? And then, you know, years later, I was able to go back and listen to it. And it was an amazing piece. You know what I'm saying? It was a good, good album. But... I just know I, I'm very reluctant to change. So no, nah, like I said, when I first came out, I, I loved it. Like I said, I, I thought it was one of his, his best projects. Then 
So as long as the music is is good to me, like I'm looking at the albums that came out, like I only listen to a few. So I listen to this the- is not about like music, um, but just like that philosophy on like being like reluctant to change, even though like you're aware of like that's like. Do you like think like that may be good or bad? I think that it has positive traits and negative traits. Like one thing that I would say that it's a positive thing about me is I'm very loyal. So I think that that's kind of one of the things that falls in line with it. Because of my loyalty, I know that I like certain things, and I'm willing More to reason off like principle. Yeah, like it's something that I'm I'm kind of true to this. Even that, like even now we always arguing about the Warriors. That's something that I feel like I've been loyal to. Now they changing. I don't really got no choice to kind of rock with it. But this is something that I've been, you know, what I'm saying cool with. I've been down with for a long time. But on the flip side, I think that it leads you to sometimes being complacent and also kind of lowering your standards as well. Like to where you start to notice that, things that's aren't. That's a big like conversation outside of like music. Yeah, for I sure. I just had a question for and we can talk about that outside of podcast because sure. I think we've been here for like three hours. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could be like another nine hour <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah, like you said, from, from the albums I heard this year, like, I, like you said, the Rick Ross album, I, that's the only one that, that really stand out to me that I still listen to. I heard the Revenge. Two Chains album came out this year. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That that rapper go to the lead the one LeBron produced. That was straight. Was it? Yeah. Do you remember any of the songs? The song that come on before the the shop where he was like spitting. That was yeah. a good song. I remember a couple of them. I only listened to it like probably once. The Revenge of the Dreamers. I thought it was okay, but it, I couldn't listen to it again. That's not bad, right? I mean, J. Cole don't like three songs. Yeah. I don't want to listen to the rest of them niggas. I listened to the DJ Khaled shit. I was very disappointed in that. Yeah, that was um, his worst part. Oh, Lost Boy was a good album. Okay, I didn't listen. Robbie and Corday, you should listen to it. It's a really good listen. album. I listened to the Lost Tapes. I thought that was solid. Nice. I listened to the Wizard. I liked the first half. The rest of that shit, I can do without. I didn't hear the Little Kim. They said all these other people. They said the Raspy shit. That was straight. The Save Me was trash. Future. Tell me it was trash. Oh, no. That shit was trash. Bro. What? That was, that was to me. That was like a this shit was like eight songs. That's one of the future best albums. What? Are you fucking serious? That's one of the future best albums. That's it's worse trash. than Evo. No, that that wizard was better than that. Shit, my head. That shit is boo boo. That wizard was better than to save me. I listen to that shit. Not turn that shit right off. Twenty songs on future on no, wizard. What are we talking that's about? Like seven worst songs, bro. Like that shotgun shit was okay, but everything else. You like the videos for it too. The videos of Wizard was a lot, or the, the Doc Riddy album, that was better than that. Xanax Damage is a good song. Nah, I pass on that. That shit was trash to me. That was one, that, to me, that was Future Worst. This worst shit. I, I seven songs that was on that bitch. Yeah, but I, 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 I oh, yeah, that. I remember that. came out there like the playoffs, right? Towards the finals. Dang. Some shit like that. I mean, it, it had mixed reviews. Like recent future projects, like, I feel like that's... That's cool. It was probably better than that shit was... Uh, world shit was better than that. Hell no. no. I'll take that Hell one. No. I still listen to a few songs. Fine like China, that, that shit was hard. Hard. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. That shit was hard. No. Fine China is terrible. No. Plates, fine China. No. Yeah, that shit was hard. No. I didn't work out of that shit. The world of drugs. That no. shit was hard. <laughs> you sound like The Rock, bro. The Rock giving ASAP Ferg and Big Shot thumbs up for Berserk because they mentioned his name. He said, well, it passed my workout regimen. That don't mean the song right. good. That's it. I can work out to the Juice World shit. That saved me, though. I couldn't do shit That don't that. mean the song good, right, right though. Did you do your workout? You take pre-workout shit? No, not all the time. That, that shit don't count. You already hyped. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, no. That, that shit got please me. Tell me. Please tell me it's better than every song. Exactly. Juice World. No. Please tell me it's better than every song. Please tell me. One more Rolex won't do it. Nah, Xanax Damage is the intro. Okay, the intro is the I'm not myself. 
Nah, it's a good song, man. Right? Pass on that shit. Like I said, I, to me, I, I just can't rock with it. Yeah, I feel like the intro on the, the Wizard shit. I still listen to that. To me, that's the best song that came out with Scoop Boy Q dropped that one this year? I heard it was real good. Joe Bunn. Oh, they brought your Bonnie comment this year, right? Say what? Brought your Bonnie. Yeah, it was a good album. Yeah. I just like I said, I don't think this was like probably one of the best years for for rap. Yeah, so, man. Uh, I've seen a couple of people saying that. I think that it's been some underwhelming projects, and also a lot of the heavy hitters haven't dropped nothing. So we got no Drake, we got no Kendrick, we got Cole got a compilation album. Mm-hmm. Got no Cole. That's kind of surprising. We ain't got no. We ain't got no Kendrick Lamar in a minute. Well, I, the Black think, I, know, I, don't think, I don't think you should expect one. Like, you got the Black Panther shit came out last year. Really not. To be honest, I really don't. The Black Panther shit right came out last year, right? That wasn't his. No, it came out like 2017, didn't it? No, it was last year. That was last year. It was February last year. Yeah, I wouldn't be. A lot of shit. I mean, that was basically two years ago. I wouldn't be expecting a new camera album for a minute. Damn. I don't be. I don't be looking for niggas like. It's like if a nigga make an album, it's cool. I'm I'm kind of cool on just listening to like a nigga old oh, shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't ever go hunting. But I think it's the competition level of kind of what Will was saying of like it's been five years since you listen. You know what I'm saying? Listen to all you talk about birds in the track. That was five years ago. Right. So it's like but he made an album recently. Yeah, but I'm just that one too. but it's like it don't seem like what the we seen. Yeah, like people ain't competing no more. Like you don't know a nigga on your ass. You know what I'm saying? You can just drop when you want to. And then now niggas even backing out their drop dates because they don't want no competition. Yeah. So niggas kind of just making. But I feel like last year though we had a lot of a lot of shit came up. A lot more shit came up. It, it was like and you had Drake drop albums. So yeah, that's yeah, all. But I'm saying you had like, like oh it was. I, and look, maybe like I said, the, the, the care package was probably the only shit I like. Really went back to outside the raw shit. Really, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's just I think the top guys got to drop though. I everybody changing their sound too, man. Got niggas like Watchy making new albums, which wasn't a but bad this thing, album. Like the new guys dropping don't help nothing. Like Kanye making this album that's kind of bad, kind of good. It don't help him no. at all. It only can hurt him. Anything Drake dropped is gonna not be as good as the old one. So it can only hurt him at this point. I don't think. I don't think, think that. I don't think that. Just, his fan base is so big. It's, it's going nah, to that's how music views. go, though, man. Most people's best albums be their first album. First few albums, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Drake's seventh, eighth yeah. album. It's just not going to be. And that's kind of what I was saying. Though. Just from being out, like it's just like just the point of it being out at two thousand nine. That's what that's what I was talking about with Kanye, though. To where you look at a situation like it's people who will argue right now that My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is his greatest work. Yeah. And that's like his sixth album. Right. And he lost that to where it's people now who still, like, we don't necessarily agree between Drake sure album. I, I'm not saying I do, but it is a following of people who say something even, like that. That's not even the top four. Dark, for you. Who's that top four for? And some people literally think that's his best album. I think that might be three. I think Relay Registration Graduation, man. But that's what I'm saying. To where you can even have that difference of opinions to where Drake's albums to me are like that and it's probably going to go further because he hasn't lost that feel of Um, community. Like, Kanye so far gone that it's like, he don't even know what niggas like no more. Most of them mostly write about artists in general. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. But Drake is outside. That's what I'm saying. He's outside of that. But like, it's ain't Jay-Z drop album right now. That's not going to be in his top three. It's not going to be. I don't know. 444 was real. I like yeah, that. That's what I was going to say. It's Nick. 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 It's Nick.
Like they're really American gangster. And you don't got reasonable nah, doubt in there. Yeah, reasonable doubt to me is, is out there. It's in the top five. That's what I'm saying. Though. Yeah, it's in the top five. So somebody, like, this is Lando don't got reasonable doubt in his Jay-Z's top three albums. So a it's nigga for sure could have 444 in their Jay-Z top three albums. Like, it might not be the consensus, but, but when you look at nobody shit like that. Over nobody over 25. Nobody over 25. what I will say is, I mean, a nigga over 25. Nobody who grew up with Jay-Z. I was going to say, a nigga that's over 25 should be the most accurate depiction of what Jay-Z top three is. Right, but it ain't 444. But still, 444 was better than everything else that was out at the time. So he still can come out and play ball. And but be it'll never be in his top one. No, like, like Pablo, top one. I think that's a good album. A Kanye album. That's not in his top one. And ain't nowhere near it. But and that's how it's going to go. Like, that's the album we're talking about Bleach and Booty Hoes. This is top, top three to me. That's what I'm saying. Lando the biggest Drake fan there is. I love, I love Sa'a B, man. Sa'a B, I can still listen to He is the biggest Drake yeah, fan that exists. He's in my top three. He's in my top three. Views to me is not not in the top top four. I mean, but views that's what I'm saying. Top. It's so the views was still good, but it, it wasn't. Everything can change so quickly, or your mood, or how you thinking right then. To where, like I said, nigga like Lando know everything about Drake. Damn, I don't even remember Scorpion, but like the song, the Kiki song, and nonstop. It takes some I listen to that every day, man. I I can't. I don't I, know if that song has or you just no, made it. Hey, <laughs> that shit fire, man. <laughs> That shit sounds terrible. That's about now we got like stuff like nothing was the same. Thank you. That's number one. And uh, and, uh, nothing was the same. Take uh, take care. No, yeah, take care is the second one. Number one. I like nothing was the same. I still listen to that. Take care is 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 right there with it. Yeah, it's a great album. Number one. I got a number one. Take care number two. That's I I ain't. Kevin Durant yeah. said Take Care was his favorite album. Take Care was a classic. When Take Care came out, you, I listened to that shit every single day. He said it, it was out. because the ride was his favorite song and it really resonated with him. And yeah. then I listened to the ride earlier. I don't know what the fuck resonated with him. Nah, about but, that. but Take Care, you can play from track one, <laughs> it just didn't make track one to the end. Like, that shit was just... Jake like, was talking about like buying fake titties and shit. Like, I mean, he was talking about attention on there. Yeah, so maybe that's, that's what probably it what it was. But yeah, but something about nothing was the same. That shit just hit me different. I don't know. That shit just it fuck with me different. That intro. Oh man, it, that is a great intro. Look yeah. what you've done is my favorite Drake song, and that's on Take Care. It was real emotional for me. He got I believe his grandmother on it, and he talk about his uncle taking care of him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I, I, yeah. I appreciate that element of Drake. You know what I'm saying. I think music got to do with <laughs> the time of life and what she was doing and shit like that. Yeah, for know? sure. So like I said, when the Black Album came out, I was all wrapped into Jay Z. Now that was the first Jay Z song I album so I ever heard. Just, that shit hit me different. Outside of whichever one had the Annie sample on it, that's the life volume two. And to me, that's the best. No, album. that's not volume two. That oh, had to be volume three. That's the, the not yeah, that's not the life volume one though. That's yeah, that's volume three. three. Yeah, volume three. That was the first Jay Z album I ever heard, and I only listened to that song because it used to come on TV every day. And yeah, then that was a good song. I heard the Black album. Like you know, I listened to Threats a lot. Cedric Entertainment don't get enough credit for that, man. <laughs> um, I mean that's pretty much it. I got oh I got the sound and stuff. That wasn't that bad. A lot of people don't like it. I think it was alright. Yeah, a lot of people been killing it though. Like, it ain't that bad. Like, it ain't, yeah, I, like, it, ain't yeah. I, it ain't that bad. Like niggas on some I I can't listen to this and oh man, I don't support it. Donald Trump support it. Like bro if if who listen to music if impact whether you listen to music or not, then you are lame as fuck. Cause this shit that you ain't no telling who yeah, listen to what, bro. Too. Some shit just be good, some shit just be bad. This shit was alright, yeah. like of course, that ain't gonna be nobody's favorite Kanye album. Shouldn't be. It is somebody's though. I seen Russell Wilson put a song on his Instagram, so he like it. I believe that. He like Jesus. <coughs> Russell Wilson is Jay Z. Use this gospel 
but but this was before I knew all the interviews, and I didn't listen to the whole album. I just heard you was gospel, and I was like, so I, I vibe with it. So I was like, I, I'm always a you can, but it wasn't like I was super passionate about the album. It was just nah. like, but whatever. I'm, I'm always a you can separate the artist from the art more times than not. Even like like I think the only problem with Kanye right now, you said you don't listen to R. Kelly. That's a nigga you can't... He literally is talking about having sex with people in his songs. You can't separate that shit. That's impossible. Hey, man. It's literally impossible. Step in the name of love, dog. Talking about fucking nobody. <laughs> no, but still, dog. I tell you. And I hate when people... AJ nothing but a number. Is you say you had to song. listen to that song. How can I not separate them? Like, that's him. This is the life you live. Keep it on the download. All type of shit like that. I'm just saying, like, look. And I hate when people try to distance themselves. Like, like damn. Like, nigga, he was in a video. He was in the Fiesta video. Like, you fucked with R. Kelly. Like, don't do not do that shit. But, yeah. Like, I think some instances you can. I just think the contradiction. I think if Kanye interviewed a lot no, better. And Con- no, with this with Kanye, if the music was very good, this wouldn't be yeah. as big of a problem. But the music yeah. is very... And, it's me. Yeah, it's re- yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so whatever. That's like you can't be acting a fool like this. And it's like when you play ass and you talk. Baker Mayfield is a big problem right now. If he was playing good, this would be nothing. But he talks shit every week and he stinks. So all right, bro. You sooner or later you got to pick that up, bro. Or you just gonna look like a fool. Kanye's looking like a fool, sort of. He should. Him and Chance should collide though. They should. They should do this together. Should have been a Chance Kanye album. Cause Ultra Like Beam is a great like Ultra Like Beam got more feel in that song than this whole album got, and he should just. Chance had an album this year, right? Chance had a bad, the very bad day. Okay, I heard a lot of people say it was. A bad. nigga called it an, an owl bum, like an owl, like that hurt, and yeah, a bum, like that shit. This, this shit is bad, like. That. I don't know, man. I listen to that that hot shower shit. Don't you, you be dancing? You play it. Yeah, I get a, it's a, it's a, You play it. I stomp. It's a vibe. Listen, he not talking about shit. I jump, but stomp, I can see stomp. what Chance the Rapper is trying to do. I jump, stomp. I just don't really like on it. On Lucifer, say. Yeah, with the beat, it do kind of make you like bob a little bit. Sam yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't really know what none of that shit means, but <laughs> yeah. But I don't jump, jump, jump on Lucifer, say, and it's just like he didn't try. He did, he did try, try though. He That's the, the bad part. I like that we go high. That's a good song. This is the thing, though. We kind of talked about it in, in past times. We like talking about Lil Wayne giving up lean and Eminem giving up whatever drugs he was on. Chance is trying to recreate what he sounded like on acid without being on acid, and that shit just ass. Yeah, the Lord don't work like, <laughs> like this. Two different feelings. What you doing? Yeah, you just sound ass. You just sound like a bad gospel person, and that I shit think, fucked up. But see that, I, like a bad youth director. Hot shower is a product of the machine that forces us to listen to a bunch of music and a lot. They influence what we what we think we like. And it's like, no, y'all gonna like this eventually. You can't not like it. And it's like, no, I no, I didn't like it the first time. I'm not gonna like it. No matter how many times y'all let me listen to this, I'm not gonna like it. I don't, I don't care know, if I do. I know some of the words. I don't like I it. I don't know none of the words, but the more he posted on his Instagram, the more I was like, you know what? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think with today, though, they can't. Because back in the day, you had, like, the radio everybody listened to. It, so they had play a song that just getting a lot of money. And so you had to like the song because it's on all the damn time. I think now you got the option to. Cut that shit off. I can't remember the last time I just listened to the radio. Nah, not like JLB and no shit like that, no. I listen to Sirius Radio sometimes on my phone. Yeah, it's actually got the account, so I use her shit. She need to cancel that shit, man. No, I mean, she listens to it in her car. She's better than like the local radio. She, yeah, she got no aux? 
She do. Look at YouTube. But sometimes, like she, sometimes she says she want to hop in the car and just go to work. She don't really, really care too much about trying to put a playlist on. So why she turn the radio on at all? She turn serious. She want to listen. She like listening to music. I don't listen to music when I'm in that car, but she like listening to music. I use serious for the talk shows. Though. It's like people use like a. What what's call it? Uh, no, look, it's some good shows on series. What's that shit called Pandora, sway, some shit like that. Sway yeah, on, yeah, sway, sway on, but his show, you, you know, it's real. Oh man, they need to take him off the radio. Yeah, I, I haven't on. heard him in a while. He's but still I used on to that mess shit. With, I used to mess with him. Yeah, I used to mess. You need to get off that shit. Yeah. Yeah. They used to be on Jimmy Jones. Too much now. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I listen to a couple stuff on series. If I'm not listening to the movie, no, I fuck with sway. Sway in the morning. But uh, that's pretty much it for me, man. Y'all got anything? Nope, I'm done. Be nice. Nah, we got most of our uh, things out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, rest in peace, Nipsey. Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. We'll catch you on board next week. Yeah. Peace out. Okay.